This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. Live from Western New York State, <laughs> I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chris Morris and good afternoon everyone and welcome to NCAA Regional Tournament Action in Women's Softball as the Lions are getting set to take on Geneseo the Knights on their home field in the first round of this NCAA Tournament. Dave Mitchell and Chris Morris with you here this afternoon on an absolutely gorgeous day for softball here this afternoon. The Lions coming into this one with a record of 31-9 and overall. They won the Heartland Conference last week by defeating Transylvania in the championship game. And they are going to be taking on the Genesini, uh, the Geneseo Knights. It's easy for all of us to pronounce. Geneseo is 34-4 and on the year. They were 16-2 and in the New York Athletic Conference. And they beat Cortland 7-0 to win the NYAC title. And that's what gained them this hosting berth in the tournament heading into this afternoon. Chris, the Mount is the number four seed. And Genesio is the number one seed in this. And the Mount will be the visiting team on the scoreboard. That really doesn't matter anymore as you get into this kind of a tournament setup. Yeah, if you can't be ready to play in an environment that we're seeing right now, this place is jam-packed. Both teams are finishing up their warm-ups. It is a great atmosphere up here in New York. And if you can't be ready to play in an atmosphere like this, something's wrong with you. Yeah, this field is a lot like Transylvania when you look at it. It's 220 down the line, or 220 to dead center field, 200 down the lines. It's a dirt infield. It's a grass outfield. The only difference between this and Transy is basically there's a lot more room on the sidelines, Chris, in the foul territories. Uh, then there is more in Transylvania and probably about the same distance between home plate and the back of the backstop. Yeah, you've got a good amount of distance behind the backstop. You have a chain link fence all the way around on the backstop. You have this wood post on the backstop behind home plate. We saw it affect game one on a wild pitch. A ball got bounced around off the wood post. Plenty of room down the lines and then a really tall fence out in the outfield and uh, grass outfield, dirt infield as they're getting ready to get this thing rolling and everybody's Finishing up their duties on the field, getting ready to do the starting lineups and get game number two underway. Well, we got this one underway late this afternoon because the first game between Babson and Stevens went eight innings and Babson came from behind. They were down two to nothing in that game and they came from behind and won it three to two in the bottom of the eighth inning on a walk-off walk to win the game 
Yeah, just a great game. We were here to be able to watch it, and uh, both of those teams are from up in the northeast area as well. Babson and Genesio has already played earlier this year, so uh, a lot of familiar territory in this regional upside from Cincinnati for us making this trip up here. So tough regional, a lot of good teams, and a lot of good softball this weekend. Well, as we told you, the Mount will be the visiting team on the scoreboard. When we come back, we'll give you the batting orders for this afternoon's ball game and preview the starting pitchers. Of course, you'd have to really be in a hole for the last three weeks to know that Cam McCool is not going to start this game. She is definitely going to be on the hill for the Lions and for Genesio here this afternoon. It is going to be on the mound. Kirsch, Lauren Kirsch will be on the mound for them here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. When we come back, we'll take a look at the batting orders after this. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Chris, it is really, really hot out here this afternoon in western New York. Yeah, it's up in the upper 80s and the sun's been shining and it is really warm out here this afternoon as we saw in the first game, several different pitchers in those two teams and uh, we'll see if it plays a factor in tonight's game. Well, it is about 80 degrees as Chris said. We're having the umpires meeting at home plate as we will not have a national anthem here to begin the second game. They did that at the beginning of the first game. The flags here are being held at half-mast, and that is by a directive of the New York State Governor, who is honoring the one million people that have died via COVID over the last two years. Let's take a look at the batting order for the visiting Mount St. Joseph Lions here this afternoon, who have won three in a row and six of their last eight. Allie Lang will lead it off in left field, batting first. Kelsey Stevenson will be batting second and playing second base. Macy Cornelius is at shortstop this afternoon, batting third, the freshman. She has the most hits on the team this year. Rachel Gabbard will be batting cleanup this afternoon. She is the first baseman. And at DP this afternoon will be Casey Bramble, the junior. Maddie Kennedy will be batting sixth in the order. Remember, she had the home run against Transy on Sunday afternoon to help win the championship. Kennedy in right field. Casey Fincham at third base will be batting seventh. Then comes B. Ivers behind the plate. And Emily McDonald will round out the batting order for Beth Goddard in her 21st year, 300. 34 wins, 377 defeats, and it'll be Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius, then Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy, Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald will be the batting order to take on this afternoon. Kate, excuse me, Lauren Kirsch, and as you can hear, we are lined up 
right behind home plate to the left of home plate in the Genesio crowd. The Mount crowd is down over on the other side, right behind the or right beside the first base dugout out here this afternoon. Lions are in the first base side, and Genesio, the Knights, will be on the third base side. Kirsch, a sophomore. She is going to be starting her 16th game this season, making her 18th appearance. She is 15-0 and on the season. She's got one save, 11 complete games. In 103rd innings, she has given up 81 hits, 30 runs, 20 of them earned. She has struck out 67, walked 20, and she's got an ERA of 1.40, Chris. She looks to be one of the real deals in the SUNY NYAC. Yeah, she's a tough matchup for the Lions, and she's ranked 49th in the country in ERA, so she's going to throw a lot of strikes, and as you mentioned, she's not going to walk you a ton. She's going to have a couple strikeouts. She usually averages six to seven strikeouts a day. She gets averages giving up one or two runs a game, so you've got to find that timely base hit, and it's going to be a challenge against Kirsch tonight. Of course, Cam McCool is going to be the starter for the Lions here this afternoon. Cam, the right-hander, coming in for the Lions on a bright and sunny Friday afternoon. McCool with a 1.10 ERA. She is 17-4 and on the year. This will be her 22nd start of the season and her 27th appearance. She's thrown 21 complete games. Seven of them have been shutouts. In 140 innings, Cam gave up 88 hits, 29 runs. Only 22 of them were earned, though. She struck out 162, walked 41, and opponents are batting 178 against her. And you can tell when we talked to her early this morning, she was ready to go, and she was even ready last night at Niagara Falls. Yeah, she's coming off that MVP performance at the Heartland Conference, and she was tough, number 11 in the circle, and she is ready for this moment, the senior, and uh, this team is getting fired up, ready for first pitch. Of course, this is the second straight appearance for the Mount in the NCAA Regionals. Last year, they dropped the first game, Chris, remember that, and then they started that almost miracle run that ended up with three games in one day on a Saturday afternoon, and they had to play DePauw twice in a row. They beat them in the first game and then just basically ran out of gas in the second game. Yeah, the Lions really represented themselves well last year at the NCAA Regionals. We had a lot of comments from the Millican Athletic Department showing just how well we played and how well we represented ourselves. And uh, got to stay competitive in these. These are tough matchups. There's only 62 teams left playing, and you're one of them. And you've got to show it at every inning tonight. Well, the winner is going to be playing tomorrow afternoon at noon against Babson. As we told you, that's the reason that this game is getting underway late. Babson won in eight innings over Stevenson or Stevens by a score of three to two. Stevenson will move into that losers bracket game. That is tomorrow afternoon at two thirty, and that will be against the loser of this game. Mount St. Joseph, the visiting team on the scoreboard, they are in their pinstripe white pants with their dark blue tops here this afternoon with the dark gray numerals and white trim and strip. And Genesio, they are in their home gray uniforms with the blue numerals and lettering and shoulders here this afternoon. This is realistically supposed to be a neutral site game, but it's not when you see that what Genesio has done on their home field. They're 16-2 and two on the year here at home. They've won 15 of 16. And since 2015 here at Knightsfield, 
They are 85 and 16 on their own home field. Yeah, oh, we are going to have the national anthem today. So let's pause right now for the national anthem. This afternoon's ball game. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris, and we'll do that after this. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Yeah! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, let's check the defense here this afternoon for the Genesio Knights as they come into this ball game with a record of 34 and 4 on the season, and they will play defensively here this afternoon in the outfield Schwartz will be in left field. Lardo will be in center. Martz will be in right. Riccardi is at third. Vandervarker is at shortstop. Mint will be at second. And Katsagianis will be at first base. Hayes is behind the plate. And on the mound will be the right-hander for this afternoon, Lauren Kirsch. Leading it off is going to be for the Lions, Allie Lang. Lang on the season. Comes into this ball game hitting 398 on the year. She will be backed up by Kelsey Stevenson. So getting set to get this one underway. Kirsch into the wind in the pitch. High and outside for a ball. And we are underway. 85 degrees. Some clouds in the sky. But it is absolutely gorgeous here this afternoon. And that pitch is outside. 2-0. Lang looking at the first two pitches go by. Next pitch is at the knees for a called strike. And the count goes 2-1. and one. Dave, this is going to be an electric atmosphere. This place is jam-packed. Every pitch, there's a cheer. 
And the 2-1, call strike at the belt. So Kershers come back and even the count at 2-2. Two and two. Wearing the number 21 on the back of her gray and blue uniform. Into the wind, the 2-2 pitch, swung on and foul tipped in and out of the glove of the catcher, Hayes. And Lang stays alive, it remains 2-2. Two two. Allie Lang coming into today's game, 49 hits on the year. And the 2-2 swung on and blooped down the left field side, but foul. And the count remains 2-2 two and two here this afternoon. To the leadoff batter here in the inning. And the home plate umpire is asking the coaching staff for the mount to get back behind the screen in the dugout. 2-2 pitch swung on and grounded foul over near us. As we told you, we are behind home plate just to the left of home plate, but located right in the middle of the Genesio Knight cheering section. 2-2 pitch, swung on, blipped down the left field line, and it's going to drop for a base hit. Lang is going to round first, and she's going to hold right there with a base hit, and the Lions start out the tournament with a single to the left. Allie Lang's been strong all year long, Dave, at that leadoff spot, and tonight has a great at-bat. Blue one out to left field for the single, and Lang's at first for the Lions. Well, you could tell yesterday Lang was not nervous about this game at all. She fell asleep at Niagara Falls, sitting on one of the benches. Base runner at first is Lang. Now Stevenson comes to the plate, squares, takes it inside for a ball, 1-0. Nice job by Kelsey Stevenson. Had the sack bunt sign, but as you mentioned, inside pitch for a ball for 2-4 for the Lions. Stevenson hitting 298 on the year. On deck is Macy Cornelius batting 444. Into the wind and the pitch, Stevenson squares, bunts it foul. Behind home plate, grabbed by the catcher, Hayes. Boy, how important is it, Chris, to get out in front of this game? Oh, yeah, you want to take advantage of this. You're obviously the away team. You've got Lang at first after the single out to left. And with this atmosphere, you're just looking to get runs here, especially with McCool on the mound. Kirsch is now calling time. Looks like she's going to change balls. Didn't like that one. May have been scuffed up or even cut, so she throws it over to the sideline and gets a new one from the home plate umpire. Just like we were in the Heartland Conference... We're playing with three umpires today. And the wind, Kirsch and the pitch against Squaring Stevenson bunts it. It is a foul. It's a fair ball, and the first baseman coming in, Kutsu Giannis, couldn't grab it. It fell to the turf, and it'll go as a base hit for Stevenson, and the Lions have runners at first and second. We saw this in the Heartland Championship against Transy. Stevenson just had the sack bunt on. She puts a great bunt. Pitcher and first baseman run into each other. The ball falls to the dirt. Stevenson at first, Lang moves up to second, and a golden opportunity for the Lions in the first inning. I mean, that would have been a great play by Kutsagianis to make, so I would think that they're just going to call that a base hit. It was in her yep. glove. She could have caught it, but it would have made an outstanding starred play. They did record that as a hit for Stevenson. So Stevenson on at first, Lang is at second, and it brings up Macy Cornelius, the freshman. Cornelius hitting 444 on the year, leads the team. It hits and she drops down a bunt, and it's going to be fair up the first baseline, and she beats it out, and the bases are loaded for the Lions in the top of the first. This Lions dugout is on fire, and we're just a few batters into this. Cornelius lays down a great bunt once again, just trying to put the sack bunt. It was a great bunt down the first base side. She beats it out. The ball just spins in the dirt. Bases loaded for the Lions, and no outs with Rachel Gabbert to the plate. Gabbard comes up to the plate, 
She leads the team in RBIs with 39 and takes that inside for a ball. Bases are loaded, nobody out. This is a great start for the Lions, especially with Kirsch on the mound as she takes her mask off. And she's going to just take a second here and take a couple deep breaths. Think about it is, Chris, we've got to get through with some runs in this inning now. Bases are loaded, no outs for Gabbard. Open stance, Gabbard right side, fouls it straight back to the screen. And that may have been the best cut she's had in a couple of weeks, except for the ball that she hit against Transy on Sunday. But still, she has not been seeing the ball well. Gabbard hitting 375 on the year. Can the junior deliver? 0-2, and, and that pitch outside. Kirsch tried to get her to chase the changeup on the outside corner. Casey Bramble is on deck. The right-handed junior. Pitch swung on. Bloop down the right field side. And a full fair inside the line. Coming home is Lang. Rounding third. Coming home to score is Stevenson with a head first slide. It is 2-0 Mount. And going all the way to third base is Cornelius. And Gabbard holds it first with a single down the right field line. It's 2-0 the Lions. This crowd is shocked, Dave. The Lions have come out. With a several base hits, with a 2-0 lead, Gabbard hits a ball down the right field line, and Lang and Stevenson come in to score. Cornelius gets first to third. There's two runners on the corners, still no outs, and Casey Brambles to the plate, and the Lions take an early 2-0 lead. And we're going to have a pinch runner coming in. It's going to be Alyssa Whitmer. Just a fabulous start for the Lions so far, Dave. Well, we said they had to come up with the RBI hit. They did. And it was Gabbard that did it, the cleanup hitter. She's got 41 RBIs on the year. And Casey Bramble, who had an RBI single against Transy on Sunday, now steps up to the plate with a chance to do it again. Whitmer at first base. Cornelius is at third. Nobody out here in the first. And the pitch to Bramble is up high for a ball. Bramble coming into today, hitting 194, but the junior is in a big spot here for the Lions. Runners at the corners, no outs, 2-0 lead Lions after a Gabbard base hit. Squaring, now pulling it back as there goes the runner. Third out of second base, not in time. Now coming home to score is going to be Cornelius on the double steal, and it's 3-0. These Lions are fired up, Dave. Whitmer still second. It was a great throw by the catcher, but when the tag was applied, the ball came loose out of the glove. Whitmer's safe at second. The ball goes out to the outfield. Cornelius comes from third to home. 3-0 Lions, no outs, and Whitmer's at second. Unbelievable start for these Lions. That'll be the first error of the ball game. And going out to the mound is the head coach, Sylvester, to talk to his team around the mound, trying to get them to settle down. We haven't really even talked about <laughs> Kirsch. Haven't had the opportunity with what's been going on with the mount at the plate. But Kirsch, anybody that she reminds you of inside the Heartland Conference yet, Chris? Not so far, just because I haven't seen a ton of pitches. The Lions have been aggressive early. They've been trying to put down a couple sack punts, and then obviously on the throwing air, they get a run. So we haven't really seen a lot of hard-hit balls. Gabbert with the bloop down the right field line and Lang with the single to left, but this Lions offense has come ready to play in this regional tournament. They called a strike on Bramble when she squared to bunt. Whitmer is at second. It's 3 nothing Mount. The pitch to Bramble. She squared and took that at the knees for a strike. And the count is 0-2. Got to believe the experience of Bramble and B. Ivers 
and Whitmer and McCool is going to play dividends tonight for the Lions. 0-2, change up, got Bramble to go for a high offering. That is a great pitch for Kirsch. She gets Bramble on the change up, and that'll be her first strikeout of the night in the first out for Genesio. Man, brings up Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy had her first home run against Transylvania on Sunday, went three for three. Comes up with a runner at second, and that pitch hit her in the batter's box, and she'll take first. Kirsch is frustrated in the circle, Dave. That's a one pitch, hits Maddie Kennedy on the thigh, and she's going to walk down to first. Whitmer still at second, only one out in the inning, but you can just tell the body language of Kirsch is not the ideal start, down 3 nothing in the top of the first. Casey Fincham will come up to the plate now with one down. Runners at first and second. Here in the first inning. That pitch swung on and grounded to the second baseman. She bobbles it. Flips it to second. She's going to be safe. Here comes the throw to the plate. And Whitmer's going to get caught in a rundown. And now she tries to go back to home. She's tagged out there. But advancing to third base is Bramble. And she, or excuse me, that is Gabbard staying there. So a nice play by the second baseman. Fincham puts a ball in play to the second baseman, Mitten. She goes to second, drops the ball, so she was safe. Kennedy was safe at second. Whitmere tries to go from third to home and gets cut down in the rundown. Kennedy, nice base running. She's at third. Fincham's at first. Two outs in the inning, but runners at the corners. Three nothing Lions. Kennedy is at third. And the pitch to Ivers swung on and grounded to second. On a couple of hops, the second baseman, Mitten, grabs it. Throws the first in time. Ivers grounds out the second. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up three runs in the inning. On four base hits, a hit batsman, they leave two on. And as we head to the bottom of the first, it's the Mount Three and Genesio coming to bat. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, let's check out the batting order here this afternoon for the Genesio Knights. They will start at the in the top of the order. Leah Vanderwalker, she is the shortstop, and she is their leading hitter coming into this afternoon's game. Rebecca Schwartz will be the sophomore in left field batting second. Caitlin Schmears will be the center fielder batting third. Taylor Riccardi is a cleanup hitter, another senior. She plays third. And it will be Audrey Minton, the second baseman, will be batting fifth. Olivia Fazio will be the DP this afternoon batting sixth. Alex Kutsagianis, the junior, will be at first base batting seventh. Catherine Hayes is behind the plate batting eighth. And Samantha Martz is in right field batting ninth. So it's Vanderwalker, Schwartz, and Schmitz, the middle, the top three, the middle three, Riccardi, Minton and Fazio and Kutza Giannis, Hayes and Martz are the bottom three for their head coach Dave Sylvester in his 10th year 202 wins 104 defeats he is a graduate of Genesio University back in 1985 and he is assisted by Martha Martin and they will be facing the ace of the Lions staff in Cam McCool McCool has had one outstanding season in her senior year with a 17 and 4 record. She went 3 and 0 in the Heartland Conference Tournament, winning player of the tournament, averaged 9 strikeouts a game, one walk, and she was nearly unhittable that entire tournament. Yeah, Cam was outstanding last weekend in Lexington and uh, 
just really showed poise in the circle and obviously outstanding with the strikeout numbers. Her offense helped her, and today offense has started out for pretty good. 3 nothing. bottom of the first. Xander Walker coming to the plate. Now the Lions have to come back and put a zero on the board to make sure that they keep this advantage of 3 nothing. Xander Walker leads it off right-handed batter. She lines a base in the center field. It'll go to the wall. Lane's going to chase it down. And they're going to hold Vander Walker at second with a base hit. Vander Walker steps up to the plate, takes the first pitch, and drives it out the center field. Emily McDonald puts a great effort for the diving catch, but misses it. He goes up against the wall. She's standing at second. No outs for Genicio. And it'll bring up Rebecca Schwartz. Schwartz hitting 345 on the year. McCool. Giving up on the first pitch of the ball game. A hit to Vander Walker. She is at second. Here's into the dugout for the sign. We'll give you the Lions defense here after this pitch. And the pitch to the righty Schwartz. Swung on. Fly ball left field side. But that's going to curve and go foul. And it was grabbed by Lang. Lang made the out the throw to third. Is not in time to get the runner tagging up in Vander Walker. We lost sight of the ball, Chris. But Lang chased it down and... Caught the ball in foul territory for the first out of the inning. That is a fantastic play by Allie Lane. There's a lot of foul territory down that line, and she makes the play. Smart base running by Genicio. Moves up second to third. One out. And it brings up Schmitz. Schmitz hitting 363 on the year. One down, runner at third place in Vanderwalker. Right-handed batter again. Schmidt swings, fly ball, left field. That's going to go back deep and up against the wall. And that will bring the run home. Lang chases it down and going into second with a double and Schmidt. Schmidt sets on a changeup from the pool and drives it out the left field up against the wall. Genicio scores 3-1 to one and a runner at second with one out for the Lions. And this place is electric. Genicio Chris, she, just, she just laid the bat on the ball. That's all she did. Yeah, it was just a changeup. But she went out and got it, put a bat on it. It goes all the way up against the fence in left field. She's standing at second with one out. Brings up Riccardi. Riccardi hitting 319. Runner at, first, at second base. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner, 0-1. Riccardi was named to the all-tournament team. She's coming into today hitting 319. She's got 18 RBIs. McCool into the wind, and the 0-1 swung on. Another fly ball deep and well out of play down the left field side. And the count now 0-2. A lot of nerves for both teams and both pitchers right here. Just... The high intensity of the NCAA regionals. you got to settle down if you're 11 in the circle. Riccardi, the third baseman. Up close to home plate in the front of the batter's box. The 0-2 pitch. Check swing. They're going to appeal, and it is, they're going to say she held up. And the count, 1-2. and two. One ball, two strikes. B. Ivers. They want to check. Now they go to appeal, and the third at base umpire says no. I thought they appealed earlier, but evidently not. One and two, the count to Riccardi. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined down the left field side, but foul. So far early on, Genicio being aggressive at the plate. Already two doubles for the Knights, and Riccardi's putting together a nice A-B against McCool right now. Well, we didn't see many hits in the first game. They're swinging them out right now. We've already got six hits in the first inning of this game number two of the NCAAs. Outfield playing straight away for the Lions. Riccardi right-handed batter. 
Schmitz is at second. Pitch is just outside. And the count evens up at two and two. This is back-to-back regionals for both of these teams, so they know the expectation and the environment. Yeah, this is the fourth straight tournament, regional tournament, for Genesio. Into the wind, the 2-2. Swung on a grounder to first. Picking it up is Gabbard. Steps on the bag. Got her there, but advancing to third is Schmitz, but there are two away. Just a hard hit ball to Gabbard. She needs a smart play by tagging first for the second out. Nice job by the base runner, Schmitz, as she moves up to third with two outs. Genesio has a runner 60 feet away, 3-1 to one Lions. And it brings up Audrey Minton, the second baseman. Minton coming to the plate. Right-handed batter. Minton hitting 320, and that pitch down in the dirt. Nice stop by B. Ivers. B does not get enough credit, Dave, for what she does behind the plate. She's just a machine back there. Nice job by blocking that up with a runner at third. McCool trying to get out of this first inning. That's which swung on a grounder to short. Cornelius comes in, throws across in time, and that'll do it for Genicio here in the first inning. But they do pick up a run on a couple of base hits, no mount errors. And as we head to the second inning, it is the mount three, Genicio one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, a proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Well, it will be the bottom of the order for the Mount. Emily McDonald will lead it off here in the second inning. And then comes the top of the order, Allie Lang and Kelsey Stevenson. Lions offense came to play in the top of the first. They'll bring up, as you said, the bottom of the lineup here. But in that first inning, there was one, two, three, four hits from the top four of the Lions offense. They scored three runs. Genicio came back the answer though in the bottom of the first with one out or with one run. Here we go with the second inning. It's three to one. Mount leads it. Pitch to McDonald. Strike at the belt. Emily McDonald, the freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana, comes into today hitting 357. Had a tough tournament down in Transy. That pitch is upstairs. She was really hitting the ball well up until that tournament. And the pitch to the plate swung on fly ball, right field coming over his march towards the line and grabs it for the first out of the inning. Church gets McDonald to fly out to right field for the first out of the inning here in the top of the second. That'll bring up the leadoff hitter, number two, Allie Lang. So one away and it brings up Lang. Lang had a base hitter first time up, but that pitch is taken over at the knees for a strike. Allie now has 50 hits on the year. She has really put together a solid junior year. Lang fouls that one back against the screen. She's got a lot of confidence right now at the plate. Just talk about a kid that's always composed. It's a high competitor, not shy of the big moment. Lang. And the pitch to the plate is outside. And the count goes one and two. Nice eye by Lang. Kirsch tries to get her to chase something on the outside corner. One-two count. One away here in the inning. Mount leads at 3-1. to one. That pitch fouled back to the screen. 
We told you there is a wood insert at the bottom of the screen right behind home plate. And we saw that plate come into play in that first game, and it just bounces all over the place. That pitch is high. So I ain't counting out two and two. Yeah, game number one. Babson won on a walk-off walk to win it in extra innings. 2-2 pitch to Lang, outside, 3-2. and two. Nice A-B for Allie Lang. Fell down 0-2, battled back to full count, one out in the inning. Allie, left-handed batter. And the payoff pitch to the plate, swung on him, blooped down the left field side, but it will go up against the screen, foul. Talked about it coming into the three-game curse. ERA 1.40, the Lions got three in the top of the first. Curtis, the right-hander, into the line. The 3-2, bounce foul behind home plate. Lang was all the way down to first base before she realized that it went foul. And the count stays 3-2. and two. Genesio's pitching staff ranked 13th in the country in ERA and ranked 12th in the country in shutouts. Here's a very interesting stat, Chris. Genesio is 27-0 when holding their opponents to three runs or less. That pitch down low to Lang, ball four. That is a great at-bat by number two, Lang. She draws the walk, one out in the inning, and that will bring up Stevenson. So the key is score more than three runs and hold Genesio to less than three, and you've got them beat because they are also 29-0 when they're scoring three or more runs. Lang at first, that pitch taken by Stevenson for a strike at the letters. Talk about somebody playing with a high level of confidence. The first team tournament teams, Kelsey Stevenson, the freshman from Mooresville. That pitch swung on, fouled back over the first base dugout out of play. And the count 0-2. She had a really nice performance at the Heartland Conference and just a big time moment for a lot of these freshmen for the Lions. Good to see her win that first team. Honor too. Pitch swung on, fouled back. They tried to change speeds on her, but she kept her hands back and fouled it straight back. Stevenson is a great two-strike hitter for the Lions. Has 25 RBIs on the year. Langs at first. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, fly ball. Center field coming in as Alardo, and it bounces in front of her. And she made the catch. It bounced in her glove, bounced in the air, and she caught it. And Lang with a heads-up play to stay at first base. There's two outs. That is a big-time play by the center fielder, Schmitz, to come in and make a diving grab to take away a base hit from Stevenson. Just a big-time play from Genesio. Lang stayed at first, two outs in the inning. Two down, and it brings up Cornelius. With Lang still at first, swung on, blooped on the right field, coming over the second base. Behind the bag at first base, and that will end the inning for the Lions. Three up, three down, nothing across. It's still the Mount three and Genesio one as we head to the bottom of the second on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu nursing. 
If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Dave Mitchell and Chris Morris right back here at Knightsfield in Batavia, New York, where the Lions lead at 3-1, to and Olivia Fazio is going to take the first pitch over the low for a ball. Fazio coming in tonight's ball game, hitting 366. She's got 30 hits on the year, two doubles, one triple, six RBIs. Kutsa Giannis will be the next batter. And the 1-0 is a called strike over the inside corner. 1-1 one one the count. Fazio hit 438 in conference for the Knights. Into the wind. And the pitch to the plate. Swat on and missed. Went after an outside offering in the count now 1-2. and two. Nice pitch by McCool. Brought some high velocity on that outside corner pitch. Leadoff hitter is Fazio. And the count now, one and two. And the pitch swung on and hit down the left field side. Fires to it for a diving catch. It's going to go to the wall, and Fazio goes into second with a double. That is now three doubles on the night for the Knights. Fazio puts one down the left field line. It rattles around in the corner. And stand-up double for the Knights. No outs in the inning. And the thing about it is, Chris, they're not swinging hard at the ball. They're uh, just laying their bat on the ball, and it's hitting down the left field side. Yeah, that was on a 1-2 count from McCool. And as you mentioned, Fazio just put a bat on the ball, and it flooped out the left field. And that's going to bring up Kutsa Giannis. You hear the cheer of Kuz behind us. And that pitch is upstairs around the letters, 1-0. She comes in today hitting 212. She's got 11 hits on the year, four doubles and two RBIs. Hayes, the catcher, is on deck. Kuz right-handed batter. That pitch is outside 2-0. Got a fabulous student section from Genesio right behind home plate. They're chanting coups for number 12 as she stands in the box. But runner at second for the Knights. No outs. And the 2-0 pitch squares the bunt. Bunts a foul right behind home plate. And the count now 2-1. Lions leading at 3-1 here in the bottom of the second inning. Came up with three in the top half of the first on four straight hits. And then the Knights came back with a run of their own in the bottom of the first inning. That's where we're at. But nobody down. Runner at second for the Knights here in the second. Down low and inside. And the count now three and one. Nice stop by Ivers behind the plate. Fazio's at second. A good stop by Ivers. Good to Giannis. Right-handed batter, 3-1 pitch. That pitch is right at the knees. She thought it was a ball, but the umpire called it a strike right away, and now it's 3-2. and two. Nobody down in the inning. McCool in the dark blue tops, the white pinstripe bottoms. 
for this game. That pitch swinging and missed. Got her swinging. Sam gets her swinging for her first strike out of the night and the first out of the bottom of the second. Knights still have a runner at second. And that'll bring up the catcher, Catherine Hayes, the junior. Hayes. Hitting 234 on the year, right-handed batter. Runner still at second base in Fazio. And that pitch swung popped up on the infield in foul territory, giving Chase suspension, but it'll hit on top of the third base dugout, not a play. Nice job by McCool to get ahead of Hayes. 0-1 the count as she fouled it off the third base dugout. There is a lot of room in the dugouts here. Yeah, those dugouts are brand new from 2019. They're really nice. Got a huge opening between the actual dugout and the fence against the field. On one to count. Now to Hayes. And that pitch upstairs. Hayes comes into the night with 10 RBIs, 7 doubles on the year, 15 hits, and 1 triple. Fazio had the double down the left field side. She's on at second. One down. 3-1 to one mount lead here in the second inning. And the pitch is taken inside. McCool shakes her head in agreement, and the count now goes to two and one. Cam looking in. Fincham and Gabbard playing in at the corners. That pitch has been tight, and it caught the catcher in the box. Nope. She said the umpire, home plate umpire, said she tilted into it. That's a great call by the home plate umpire as Hayes just kind of put her knee out into the into the ball and he's going to make her stay in the box right there and the count is going to stay at two and two they called that one a strike because he leaned into it said she kicked her leg out at the ball so it's a two and two count one down to Hayes Martz is on deck Fazio at second, pitch, swung on a grounder right back to the mound. McCool goes to first for one, throw back to third, and not in time. Nice job by Cam McCool. It was a slow roller back to her. She filled in her position well. Got Hayes at first for the second out. Heads up base running by Fazio as she moves up to third. Chris, she never even looked her back. She just grabbed the ball, threw it to first, never even looked at Fazio back at second base. And Fazio saw that and just took right off. So there are two down, and it brings up Samantha Marks, left-handed batter hitting 397. Two down in the inning, and Fazio now at third base. And the pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Stevenson calling for it. Now Cornelius in front of the bag, has it, and that'll do it here in the inning for the Genesio Knights as they pick up just one hit, no runs in the inning. And as we head to the third, it is still the Mount 3 and the Knights 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris right back here at Knights Field in Geneseo, New York. Actually, our hotel is in Batavia. It's been a great place to stay over the last couple of nights. Yesterday, the girls during the off day... Took a trip to Niagara Falls. 
and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, just a really cool experience. Anytime you get to come up here north and be able to go to Niagara Falls last night was a really cool experience for these young ladies and uh, just a really good opportunity. And then obviously for tonight's atmosphere on a Friday night, just yep. unreal. And Gabbard will lead it off, and she takes that up above the letters for a ball from Kirsch. Kirsch came in 15-0. and 0. There was some discussion as to who was going to start this game. That pitch is down low, and the count now 2-0. Oh. Gabbard comes in hitting 375. She's got 46 on the hits on the year. That pitch swung on the ground wide of third and foul. She's also got 41 RBIs after getting that two-run base hit in the first inning. Talked about it already. Seven hits in tonight's game as we go into the top of the third. So McCool came in with an ERA of 1.10, and Kirsch came in with 1.40. Four runs in the ball game so far. Wind kicking up here a little bit, blowing from right to left, but not much. That pitch is a strike over the outside corner. Count evens up at two and two. Gabbard didn't agree with that call, but it was on the outside corner. Kirsch works really fast, kind of like Tammy Henry. Into the line, and the pitch swung on, popped up behind home plate. Coming back is the catcher, Hayes, and it just drops on the other side of the fence into the mount crowd. Great crowd here today, driving the eight hours up here. Some of them had 10, 12 hours to drive up here to see the mount play in this one. Yeah, that's back-to-back years at an NCAA regional where we've just had fantastic fan support from the Lions, and we really appreciate that. Wonderful to see Dr. Williams if they get further into this tournament. That pitch hung upstairs, 3-2. and two. Nice eye by Gabbert. Kirsch tries to get her to chase upstairs. He was fun to watch last year in Decatur. And the pitch swung on, lined in the left field for a base hit by Rachel Gabbert. Nice A-B by 35, Gabbert. She gets it to a full count, gets a pitch to barrel up, singles out to left field, and she's two for two tonight, Dave. You know, the thing about it is, Kirsch is 15-0, and and she's pretty talented, but when you have faced the the likes of a Cammie Henry that they have over the last couple of years, you know there's no better pitcher than that. Bramble. Takes that pitch down low and inside. I just think the Lions offense, one through nine, we've said it all year long. They're just competitive at the plate. They have quality at bats, and it's a really good start for Gabbert, and here comes Bramble. Casey 0 for 1 in the ball game. High and outside. 2 and 0, oh, and Kirsch is falling behind the batters, Chris. She's continuing to work fast. Bramble steps out of the box, takes the sign from Coach Goddard, down at third. Casey, the 2-0, upstairs, 3-0 now. Kirsch did not like that as she stared into home plate umpire. Now she's going to take a second and walk around. 3-0 count to Bramble, Gabbard at first. She wears the mask in the 3-0, right down Main Street for a strike, 3-1. Kennedy is on deck. She was a first-team all-tournament last week, had a great championship game against Transy. If Bramble can find a way on here for the Lions. And the 3-1, bunts it, foul up the right side. Foul past the first base bag, and the count now goes to 3-2. and two. Cannot speak of the experience that this team is getting. Obviously, the older upperclassmen have had it last year, but for this freshman class to be in this type of atmosphere at an NCAA regional is just unreal. Casey Squares pulls it back, swung and fouled it straight back and out of play. Genesio came into the night's game, ranked 19th in the country in last week's poll. Lions were unranked. 
And the 3-2 to Bramble. Swung on and grounded wide of third. Coming over to the third baseman, Riccardi, and threw it into right field and safe at second base will be Gabbard. Nice job by Rachel Gabbard to get to second on the slow roller to third. Riccardi threw it out into right field as she was waiting for the second baseman, Minton, to come and cover the bag, and she just did not hit her target at second. Rachel slides into second. Bramble gets to first. Two on, no outs for the Lions. Well, they haven't marked it yet, but I would think that's got to be an error, Chris. It's going to be reaches on a fielder's choice, advanced to second on a throwing error by third. And it brings up Kennedy. Kennedy right back to the mound. It went off the right arm of the pitcher. Throw to first base in time to get Kennedy. Boy, oh boy, that was a bang-bang play. But Kirsch took that right off the right forearm, and she says she's okay. Forget it. Nobody come out and talk to me. That ball was smoked off of Kennedy's bat. It hit off the pitcher. Mitten, a nice job to stay calm, cool, collect it. Gathers it, throws to Kennedy at first to get the first out. But heads up, base running. Bramble, Gabbert move up to second and third. It's a productive out for Kennedy for Fincham. Fincham bounced into a fielder's choice. Her first time up. The pitch to the plate is a changeup outside. Kirsch is going to have to battle once again, top of the third. The Lions have two on. Now the Lions are starting to take their time in the box and kind of take control of this game. Well, you've got to have some guts for Kirsch to lead off Fincham with a changeup. That pitch, strike at the belt. Casey Fincham coming into the night, hitting 355. She's got 39 hits. She's got 12 doubles, one home run, and 20 RBIs. Looking to get another one or two RBIs. Runners at second and third. Gabbard at third. Bramble at second. That pitch low and inside. Nice stop by the catcher Hayes behind the plate. Two and one. Yeah, nice job by Hayes. With Gabbard at third, she blocks one up in the dirt. We talk about a big backstop behind home plate. Bramble still not running well off that Achilles heel injury, so it's going to have to be a hit to the outfield. There's a hit out into center field. Going back to center fielder Schmitz. It's up against the wall. That'll be enough to bring home Bramble. Gambert scores in front of her. Going to third base suspension. Slides in, and she slides right into the tank for the out. But she gets a two run double and the Lions lead it five to one. And the Lions dugout are coming up giving Fincham high five. That's a well done. That's a shot off the center field fence. Great play by the center fielder Schmitz to get that in and get Fincham at third. But Bramble and Gabbard score and the Lions lead five to one in the third. Bramble and Gabbard come home to score. Bases are empty and it brings up Miss Clutch B. Ivers. And B, that hit her in the forearm. And B threw her bat. She didn't like that. Kirsch is struggling so far for the Knights. We cannot see down into the bullpen where we're at. Actually, we We can can only see see the Lions. We cannot see down the third base side. But Casey Kemp is always warming up at the bullpen for the Lions. But Fincham comes up, delivers a two RBI hit. Looked like it was gone off the bat. Two down. Emily McDonald up. Bounces it to second on a high chopper. Bouncing, bouncing back as Minton. Picks it up. Throws the first in time. And that'll do it for the Lions in the inning. But in the inning, they get another two hits in the inning and two runs. And as we head to the bottom of the third, it is the Mount 5 and... The Knights won on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. 
And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Lions lead at 5-1. to one. Chris, I can honestly say I did not expect this. Well, when we were looking at the scouting report on Kirsch, we knew she was going to throw strikes. It was just a matter of us being aggressive at the plate. And so far tonight, the Lions have five runs off six hits and have really looked really well at the plate against Kirsch, one of the best pitchers up here at the regional tournament. Well, right now the Lions are hitting the ball as well as you hit it yesterday on the golf course. Yeah, we had a really nice day yesterday. We played at Livingston Country Club. Got to play you may have had a nice time. time. I'm not so sure I did. <laughs> Beautiful weather up here the last two days up in New York. Lions lead at 5-1. to one. And it brings to the plate the top of the order in Vanderwalker. She doubled to hit back into the Coming over quickly is McDonald, and she'll get it back in and hold Vanderwalker to a single. That is a nice play by Emily McDonald, cutting that ball off. Vanderwalker put a barrel on that ball to single out to right center field. McDonald cuts it off, gets it into second, and holds her to a single. But the Knights have a base runner in the bottom of the third. Chris Vanderwalker is as advertised. Yeah, 351. Yeah, he's tough. tough. Yep. Two for two in the ballgame. It brings up Schwartz. Schwartz flied to left her first time up. Big inning here for the Lions, up 5-1. to Fincham playing in at third. Pitch swung on, fly ball, center field. McDonald has a beat on it and grabs it for the first out. Nice job. McCool gets Schwartz to fly out the center to McDonald for the first out. Keeps the runner at first for the Knights. Vanderwarf. Schmitz now comes up. Doubled in the first inning. Doubled home Vanderwalker. Right-handed batter. Schmitz hitting 363 on the season. Riccardi is on deck. Vanderwalker one down at first. That pitch strike right above the knees. 0-1. Schmitz has three home runs and 27 RBIs on the season. 0-1 the count. And the pitch to Schmitz is low and outside. Vanderwerker at first has four stolen bases on the year. She's getting a pretty good jump off the bag. One out in the inning, bottom of the third, Lions five, Knights one. Vanderwerker, four stolen bases this year. She's been caught twice, swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. And the count now one and two. Knights already have four hits off one run. Two errors, though, defensively for the Knights. You look at this team for the Knights. They do not try to steal very often. They've just got 38 steals on the year. They've been caught nine times, and Vanderwalker is one of the leaders with just four. She's at first, one and two, five-one mount lead here in the bottom of the third. Pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded to second. Coming in Stevenson, she'll throw to first in time. Taking second on the play is Vanderwalker, but there are two away now. Nice job by the second baseman, Stevenson. Builds it cleanly, goes over to Gabbert for the second out of the inning. But the Knights move up a runner to second. Can McCool get the third out here in the bottom of the third? That'll bring up Riccardi, who is hitting 319 on the season. She bounced to first. So Vanderwalker's still at second, but there are two down. And the pitch to Riccardi is swung on, popped up, foul territory, and it'll go out of play. Fincham gave chase, but it's 
over the third base dugout. Riccardi has 18 RBIs on the year. She was the first team all-tournament team last weekend for the Knights as they won the conference tournament, now hosting their first ever regional. And now Riccardi wants to take time. Casey Kemp still warming up down in the bullpen. I think she ought to hold some of those pitches in the seat. And the pitch is in tight. Backed her off the plate. One and one now to count. That may have been a purpose pitch there, Chris. This crowd loved the fact that Riccardi called timeout against McCool. And McCool came high and in tight with her one and one. That pitch on the outside corner called strike two. Nice placement by McCool. Gets it on the outside corner for strike two. Riccardi right-handed batter. One and two to count. Vander Walker at second base with two down. Into the wind and the pitch to the plate. Popped up behind the plate. B. Ivers gives chase, but it'll land over the bleachers and out of play and the count stays one and two. This game got underway late, but boy, have we had some action in the first three innings. This has been great. Two teams competing, high level environment, unbelievable. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Vander Walker at second. Riccardi the righty. Misses that one outside. Count goes two and two. McCool tries to get Riccardi to chase something. She does not. Nice eye. Some things in the game plan just never change. <laughs> two and two. Playing even with the bag. Fincham and Gabbard at the corners. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on a line foul past Dave Sylvester in the third base coach's box. He's got Martha Martin in the first base box. She has coached 27 years. Outstanding. That is great. Before that, she coached high school. Quite a staff here for Genesio. Two and two to count. 5-1 mount lead here in the bottom of the third. Pitch to the plate. Swung on tap to short. Coming in Cornelius. Throws the first over. And it'll go out of play. And coming home to score will be Vanderwalker. It's 5-2 on the first error of the ball game against the Mount. It was just a high chopper to Cornelius. Probably should have ate that ball. So there was no way going to get her at first. She overthrew Gabbert. And the Knights come around and score. And now it's 5-2 to two on a throwing error by the shortstop Cornelius. Now, Beth Goddard is going to come out and say there might have been some obstruction with the fact that Vanderwalker timed her run to third base and crossed right in front of the shortstop Cornelius when the ball got to her. And, but realistically, Chris, that's a play that has really got to be some intent to it. That was a little iffy. Yep, still two outs in the inning. Five to two lead for the Lions. Just looking for the last out, but the Knights do have a runner at second now. Minton with a runner at second is 0 for 1. Stands way up in front of the batter's box. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball left field. Lang's coming over and drops the ball. Couldn't get a hold of it. I'll tell you what, Chris. When Minton hit that ball, her left foot was clear out of the batter's box. Hmm. She is so far in front of the batter's box, Chris. Watch it this time. She is so far in front, she can't do anything but step out of the batter's box. Mitten has three home runs on the year, hitting 320. She's in fair territory right now. Oh, and one to count. Watch her foot this time. And the pitch. 
takes that high and outside for a ball. Yeah, she is out of the box. You can tell when she locks and loads, she puts that left foot right out of the box. Her foot is right on the line in the front of the batter's box now. And the 1-1 pitch, swung on it, grounded to second. Stevenson moves to her right, bobbles it, and grabs it. No play anywhere. And the inning continues for the night. That'll be two errors on the inning for the Lions. Mitten hits a hard ball to second base. Stevenson unable to come up with it. Runners at the corners for the Knights, two outs. And, and Coach Goddard is going to come out and think she saw maybe what we were seeing. Yeah, I mean, when you look at her foot, her left foot, her front foot, you can even still see the indentation in the dirt. She's way out of the batter's box when she hits that ball with her left foot. But no call from the umpire. And it brings up Fazio, and now Beth is going to walk out to the mound and have a talk with McCool. Two consecutive errors have led to a run. It's 5-2. to two. Coach is just going out here to calm her team down. We've got two outs in the inning. You're up five to two. Runners at the corners for the Knights. Just looking for this final out. Try to settle everybody down. And that's what they need. Just be a little more. We've said time and time again, Chris, the Lions don't make errors. They don't get beat. Today they've got two. Yeah, they're tough to beat. I mean, but, uh, you know, you can't give up runs. You can't throw the ball around the infield. you got to make the simple plays, uh, especially playing in an NCAA regional against a high opponent as Genesio ranked 19th in the country and the one seed in this ranking. Are the live stats still dead? No, they're working. They're back up working now. That's good. We don't have to depend upon my score sheet. So now it'll be Fazio. Fazio doubled the left center her first time up. Runners at first and third. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back. Boy, she had a good cut. Fazio with six RBIs on the year. And you can say this is kind of a big moment in the game. The Knights have a base runner 60 feet away. And the Lions hold a 5-2 to two lead, bottom of the third. Riccardi is at third. End of the wind is McCool. And the 0-1, that pitch called strike at the belt, 0-2. Nice pitch. Cam McCool on the outside corner. Now she's up 0-2. you got to be careful with Fazio. Don't waste a pitch here. Just go right at her. 0-2 the count. And Fazio wants to take time. Not sure why she had to have time. Cam wasn't even in anywhere near the motion. Now steps back in. McCool peering into the dugout for the sign again. The wind and the pitch to the plate upstairs. Runner is going to take off. B. Ivers threw it, fell down. Ball went right back to the shortstop. Cornelius, they're going to get it right back to the mound. Smart. Nobody advanced. Smart play by the Lions defense. They were trying to delay steal. Mitten was trying to get off the bag. Ivers threw it. Looks like she slipped in the dirt behind home plate. Yeah. Cornelius got it. Got it to Stevenson, and Stevenson got it back to McCool. Still runners at the corners. Nice job by the defense not to get tricked into something crazy. One and two with Tutsugianos on deck. One and two the count. Pitch swung on foul back against the screen. Fazio just got a piece on it. Two strikes on her, two outs in the inning. Runners at the corners for the Knights. One ball, two strikes, and a five to two mount lead, bottom of the third. This thing has been rocking and rolling since the first pitch of the game. 
into the line, McCool. And the pitch swung up, popped up, fouled on the right field side, and it will drop up against the screen and unplayable. Giving way was Maddie Kennedy. She ran into the fence, and Maddie is grabbing her knees and bent over at the waist. I'm not sure what happened there, but now she says she's okay. And yeah, she came running hard for that ball down the right field line and hit that fence hard, but looks like she's okay as Coach Goddard is going to check on her. She is not even turning and talking to Beth. She's had her back to her the whole time and doesn't want to talk to her. And went right back out to right field, finally turned around and said, yeah, I'm fine. And she stands out in right field. Home plate umpire is going down the third base line to get a couple more game balls. I think he's ran out. Fazio has fouled off several in this at bat, really putting together a quality at bat against McCool and making her work. One, two count, two outs. Knights still have runners at the corners. Bottom of the third, five to two Lions. Fazio, one for one in the ball game. One and two the count. Runner at third base is Riccardi. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, fouled back again against the screen. And the count remains. One and two. It's a great battle between McCool and Fazio right now. McCool with one strikeout on the day. No walks so far. Two runs for Genesio, but two errors for the Lions in this inning. McCool with runners at the corners. Pitch swung on and grounded foul near the on-deck circle on the third base side. Fazio wasting some good pitches here from McCool. We've already had seven runs. We've had ten hits. We've had four errors. We're only in the third inning. Kemp no longer throwing in the bullpen for the Lions. McCool, one and two. Pitch, swung on, fouled near the bullpen on the right side and over the Lions dugout and on a play. Have to be up over double digits in this at bat for pitches. McCool, Fazio battling. One and two the count to Fazio. Guta Giannis is on deck as we've said. Right handed batter, Fazio. Open stance. Pitch to the plate. Outside. Ball two, two and two. And Mitten's gonna still second on the play. Now runners at second and third for the Knights. Fazio still at the plate. Two two count, two outs. Two and two. First base is open. Now runners at second and third. The pitch swung on, fly ball left field, and way out of play again. <laughs> this is a great at bat by number 11, Fazio. She's smiling. She knows she's making McCool work. Fazio is a junior from New York. Every player on this roster for Genesio is from New York. Fazio. That pitch just off the outside corner, three and two. That is a tough pitch to take in that situation, but full count, two outs. The McCool-Fazio battle continues. The crowd getting into it. Three and two, first base open. McCool into the wind, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up to short. Cornelius near the bag, has it, and that'll do it for the Knights here in the inning. But in the inning, they do pick up one run on two errors by the Lions on one base hit by the Knights, and they leave two on as we head to the fourth inning of play here in this regional tournament 
It is the Mount 5 and Geneseo 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, we've got a new pitcher coming in here now for Genesio, and it's going to be Elizabeth Eberhardt. Eberhardt is number six. She is a righty, a junior from Hamburg, New York. Eberhardt, this will be her 15th appearance. She is 7-2 and two on the year. She's got one save in 58 and a third innings. She has given up 39 hits, 14 runs, 10 earned on 39 hits. And she has struck out 55 and walked 19. She has an ERA of 1.20. She is taking the place of Lauren Kershaw. Just never felt comfortable out on the mound. And leading it off is Allie Lang. And Lang takes the first pitch for a strike. Lions offense did what they needed to do to get not Kirsch out of the game, but now you get Eberhardt with a 1.20 ERA. And that pitch swung on and fouled against the screen on the third base dugout. And she's ranked 38th in the country in ERA. Genesio has three pitchers ranked in the top 50 in ERA, so they've got an outstanding pitching staff up here in New York. 0-2, pitch to the plate, swung on and lined past the bag, a third foul in between the third base bag and the coach's box. And the count remains 0-2. That was a big time out to end that inning. She got Fazio McCool won that battle to get her to pop up to the shortstop Cornelius. The Knights had two runners on. We were going into the fourth, 5-2 to two lines. And the 0-2 outside, 1-2. This is really a four-person staff for Genesio. You've got Kirsch, Eberhardt, Schmitz, and Woodard. One and two. Pitch to the plate. Swung under. Found right back here to us. But the screen kept Chris from grabbing that one. <laughs> cannot speak enough of the environment. Everybody was standing up in that last inning. It's just, if you come to an NCAA regional, you hope for an environment like Milliken last year. This environment, this weekend. Allie, one and two, the count. And the pitch bounced right back to the mound. Picked up by the pitcher for the first in time to get Lang going to first base. That one away. A fantastic play by Everhart to field her position. She backhanded, gathered it, got the speedy Lang for the first out. Brings up Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson is one for two. Bunt single and scored in the first inning. Right-handed batter. And she swings and misses at that changeup and walks away from the plate laughing about it because she knew she was fooled. Stevenson gets fooled on the changeup. Big cut for 2-4. 5-2, Lions lead it here in the top of the fourth inning. And the pitch from Eberhard is down low for a ball. One and one to count. Stevenson just looks different over the last couple weeks, Dave. She's just playing at a really high level. Right-handed batter, the freshman. And the 1-1, one, one, down low and outside, 2-1. and one. Six hits so far for the Lions, five runs. Riccardi playing in close to third. Kutsugiannis, a couple of steps in at first. 
That pitch, strike over the outside corner. And the count now two and two. Stevenson comes into today's game with three home runs. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Stevenson steps into the batter's box. Two, two pitch, swung on it, grounded to short. Vander Walker comes in, throws across, and has Stevenson heading to first base for the second out of the inning. Shortstop. Looks like she's got something in her eye when she threw it. Wind was blowing, she threw it. Got Stevenson out as she grounded out to the shortstop, but looks like she's shaken up. Maybe has some dirt in her eye. Maybe a contact issue. As head coach is going to go out and visit her yeah, two outs is, in the inning. She is down on one knee at the shortstop position. They're going to bring the trainer out to look at her as she looks up at her head coach Dave Sylvester, and I think he told her, "Well, let's stand up and take a look at this." Now she is smiling and. She appears to be okay, but they're still going to take a look at her. You know, these two teams have never played before. This is the first meeting, and the winner of this game is going to play in the winner's bracket game tomorrow at noon. And the loser is going to play at 2.30. The winner will play Babson. Babson came back from a 2 nothing deficit and won the game in eight innings, 3-2. to two. Had a really nice conversation with the Babson head coach today at breakfast. Really nice guy and talked a lot about what was going on at that school and what was happening at the Mount. And they are still working on the shortstop Vanderwalker out near the shortstop position. Now I think they're going to say she's okay. After a few eye droplets, they will let her continue to play. So, there's two outs in the inning. And it brings to the plate Macy Cornelius. Cornelius, number one, hitting 444 on the year. She reached on a bunt single and popped out the second. One for two. Stands even with the plate in the right-handed batter's box and takes that at the fives for a strike. Cornelius was named freshman of the year in the HCAC. She comes into today hitting 444, 56 hits. They owe one changeup upstairs. Cornelius held off of it. One and one to count. Gabbard is on deck. She's got a two-run single in this game. And that pitch swung on and missed. Macy was going for the downs on that one. <laughs> Big cut by the freshman shortstop, Cornelius. One and two, two outs. And next pitch swung on and grounded to short. Vander Walker takes it on the right, throws the first in time. And it is a one-two-three inning for Genesio. Three up, three down. No run scored by the Lions as we head to the bottom of the fourth. It is still the Mount 5 and Genesio 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Well, the Lions lead this one 5-2 as we head into the bottom of the fourth inning. And boy, Cam McCool could really use an easy inning. She's got the bottom of the order coming up, 7-8-9. 
in Kutsagianos, Hayes, and Martz. Genesio already has four hits, two runs. Mount have two errors defensively, but the Lions hold a 5-2 lead here in the bottom of the fourth, and Cam McCool gets set to go, the senior. We're going to have a pinch hitter. It'll be Anna Johnston hitting for Kutsagianos. Anna Johnston is a junior from Buffalo, New York. Left-handed batter. Steps in to lead it off here in the inning. She's way up in the batter's box, too. And that pitch swung on. Pop fouled on the left field side. Lang gives chase and can't catch up with it near the screen. 0-1. Great effort by Lang. Just fouled down the left field line. Gave chase after it. Just didn't get enough there. But Johnston comes in hitting 188. She's got six doubles on the year. She's scored two runs. And she's got six hits on the year. So, interesting move here for the pinch hitter. Well, we've only had one lefty so far face off against Cam. And maybe Dave Sylvester just trying to give Cam another look at something. To the leadoff hitter, Johnston takes it on the outside corner, 0-2. Cam up over 55 pitches so far tonight's ball game. Up 0-2 on Johnston. Yeah, we talked about that. Sun has peaked behind the clouds now, so it's rather pleasant here. 0 oh, and 2. McCool pitches. I and outside 1 and 2. We talked about that, Chris. Just in the kind of heat that we were playing in to begin the ball game, how long could McCool go? 1 and 2. And the pitch. Swing and miss. Got her swinging. Cam McCool gets Johnson swinging for her second out, her second strikeout of the day in their first out here in the inning. Brings up the catcher Hayes, who bounced back to the mound. Hayes, well, I'll tell you, she is a carbon copy of B. Ivers up at the plate. And the pitch is upstairs for a ball. Matter of fact, Ivers wears number 18. Hayes wears 36, so you've got Ivers and Ivers 2. <laughs> One and oh the count to Hayes. Who bounced back to the mound. He said 0-1-1 in the ball game. And the pitch, strike. Hit the outside part of the plate. Genicio has five seniors on the roster. This is their fifth regional appearance. First time ever hosting. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate is down low, 1-2. Interesting note, back in 2019, they got an at-large bid to the NCAAs, won a program best 37 wins, actually beat Thomas Moore to advance to the Super Regionals. 1-2, and two. and the pitch just off the outside corner, 2-2. Two and two. Another interesting point about this school... Chris, they don't have a football or a baseball team. No, but they got a fantastic hockey team. We yeah. had a chance to go in the arena earlier today, and it is beautiful, and they've got really successful hockey team. And the 2-2 pitch swung on the ground at a third. Finchman on a big hop. Throws it to first in time for the second out of the inning. McCool gets Hayes to ground out to the third baseman, Fincham. She gathers it, throws it over across the diamond to Gabbert, second out of the inning. Did I read that right, that they actually won a national championship back, I think, in 2005 or six? And they actually, uh, the hockey team lost in the national title this year. So, I mean, they are fantastic. That place is packed. It was a really nice facility. Glad we got to see it. Samantha Martz, left-handed hitter, steps in. She popped out to second. 
her last time up, so she is 0 for 1. Two down here in the inning. And that pitch high and outside. 1-0 the count. Last year in the 2021 regionals, actually, Genicio was actually in the same region as Stevens. One over Stevens in game number one, six to four. They were in the Erie, Pennsylvania region. They went one and two in the regionals last year. And the 1-0 is a called strike. Hit the outside part of the plate. One and one the count now. Cam, tall, righty. Six feet, one inches tall. Her family in the very front row, along with her twin sister. That pitch called strike at the knees. I, I have to fight the urge to say, sister. <laughs> you have a twin sister. Kendall McCool <laughs> always cheering on Cam. That's a terrible Darth Vader impression. One and two the count. And now stepping out, Martz. Find it funny that the Knights step out at the funniest times here because Cam's not even in her motion and they step out. And the two-strike pitch swung on, popped up to short. Again, back on the dirt, just in front of the grass is Cornelius to take it for the third out of the inning. One, two, three. Go the Knights. We head to the fifth. It is still the Mount 5, Genesio 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six Six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. And the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show will be this Monday night. It will be on the site at 7 o'clock, so join Blake Watson and I for that. Leading it off is Gabbard here in the fifth inning of play. And it is 1-0. Thank you so much, Gabbard's had a really nice day, two for two on the day, couple RBIs. That pitch is taken over the outside corner for a called strike. Always nice to see Rachel, always has competitive at-bats, and for the junior, experience led in this regional. That pitch swung on a grounder right back to the mound, grabbing it is Everhart, and the throw to first in time for the out. And what are they saying? A couple of her um, cards fell oh. out of her wristband as Gabbard was running down to first, but Everhart's come in and done a really nice job so far, Dave. She's up to 18 pitches, yeah. but really keeping this uh, Lions offense a little bit off balance right now. She's retired four in a row. And it brings up Casey Bramble, who was reaching a fielder's choice, scored and struck out, and takes that one on the corner for a strike. 0-1 the count. Bramble had a really nice 2021 NCAA regional. That pitch bunted out in front of the plate, and it will go foul behind home plate. Boy, the catcher, Hayes, did a nice job of letting that ball, which had backspin on it, go behind home plate, then pick it up. She knew she didn't have a chance to get Bramble. And the count now 0-2. 
And the 0-2 swung on and tapped the first base off the end of the bat. Picked up by the first baseman, Katsagianis, and tagged Bramble on the way to the bag for the second out. Everhart's doing a really nice job. Several ground outs so far against the Lions. Just trying to keep the Knights in this game. 5-2, to two, top of the fifth. And it brings up Matty Kennedy. Kennedy, right-handed batter, has been hit by a pitch and bounced back to the mound. Takes that outside for a ball. Kennedy she said she has an unbelievable story. Go ahead. Didn't play in the first two weekends, and all of a sudden she's first-team all-conference, first-team all-tournament last week. Has it, almost hits for the cycle in the HCAC championship. Freshman from Erlanger, Kentucky. Just a kid that's grind and just tried to find a way on the field and performed once she got out there. 2-0 swung on, popped up into right field. Martz drawing a beat on it and takes it in for the third out of the inning. So, Everhart has retired six in a row. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still the Mount 5 and Genesio 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Well, Chris, if you don't want to face Vanderwalker again in this game, you've got to get her out now as she leads off here in the bottom of the fifth. Knights will bring up one, two, three to start the bottom of the fifth. Vanderwalker's been tough all night long. Two for two for the Knights. Doubled and singled with the only two runs that Genesio has scored. Right-handed batter, McCool. Trying to solve the mystery. That pitch swung on and foul tipped off of the catching gear of B. Ivers over near the on-deck circle. Owen won the count. Genesio came into today with a 34-4 and record. They ranked fifth in the country in winning percentage at .895. Vander Walker has really been the only person tonight that has gotten good aluminum on the ball. Now the home plate umpire looks in the first base dugout, tells Coach Goddard, you got to get the signs in quicker to McCool. Into the wind, and the pitch is outside, one or one. That's the first time all year an umpire has said that to the Lions. We're 41 games in. Well, this is not a timed game just like baseball. You've got to get 21 outs. And the pitch swung on and missed. Nice pitch by McCool. She's now up 1-2 in the count against a hitter that's had two hits on her today. Two of the four hits for the Knights, the leadoff hitter. And that's the first time that Vander Walker has swung a miss. McCool, again, peers in. Outfield playing straight away and deep. And the 1-2 up above the bill of the cap, 2-2. Two and two. Crowd up here in New York trying to get behind these Knights. They're down three in the fifth inning. And now Dave Sylvester is going to come down and have a chat with the home plate umpire. And I'm not sure what this is all about. 
trying to turn up the crowd. Mike, maybe we can get into. Not sure what that was about. Just trying to change, a, maybe change the pace of play here on Cam. One and two. Check that two and two. I'm sorry. And the pitch to the plate swung on a foul back against the screen. Got underneath that offering, and the count stays two and two. Five-two. Mount leads it. McCool into the line. And the pitch. Swing on in there. Got her swinging. Big time strikeout for Cam McCool. Gets the leadoff hitter swinging for her third strikeout of the night. That is a huge out, Dave. Brings up Swartz with one down. Swartz 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Flied to left. Flied to center. Right-handed batter. Winner plays tomorrow at noon against Babson. Loser plays against Stevens at 2.30. That pitch, check swing upstairs for a ball, 1-0. Swartz hit 4-14 in conference play for the Knights. She's a sophomore. 1-0 pitch to the plate is just off the outside part, 2-0. Schmidt is on deck. One away here in the inning. Bases are empty. 2-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. Drop ball. And the count 2-1. and one. Cam looks like to be working a little bit better at this faster pace. Getting the signs in quicker from the dugout as requested by the umpire. That pitch off the corner. And thought she had it right there. She kind of fisted her glove a little bit. Three and one now to count. One down in the inning. McCool to Schwartz, number 18. And that pitch swung up, popped up. Foul giving Chase to Fincham. And it will drop on top of the roof of the third base dugout out of play. Count stays at three and two. It's a big inning for Cam McCool. The Knights put up one, two, three in the batting order. She got Vanderwalk on the strikeout. Now working on Schwartz. Smith on deck. McCool the righty. The wind and the pitch swung on and foul back against the screen. Another one of these big confrontations. Count stays three and two. Fincham is at third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second, and Gabbard at first around the infield. Ivers behind the plate. McCool. Deals the pitch, swung on and grounded. High chopper to third, Fincham jumped, throws to first, high throw, but Gabbard came down on the bag for the first, second out of the inning. That is a nice play by the sophomore third baseman, Fincham. It was a high hopper. She had to get up off the ground to get it. Fired it over to Gabbert, which was a little high, but Gabbert hung tough, got her toe down for the second out. And it brings up Schmitz. Schmitz doubled and has grounded to second. One for two. Schmitz, number 15, hitting 363. Coming into the tournament, and that pitch is in tight. Schmitz was named the MVP of the conference tournament. She went eight for 13. She had five RBIs and scored four runs. She pitched the championship game for the Knights. And the 1-0, swung on, and fouled straight back and out of play. A lot of people thought Schmitz would be the 
starting pitcher here this afternoon. Yeah, you never knew who was going to start. They have three that are ranked top 50 in ERA, so you had your choice of Everhart, Schmitz, or Kirsch. We saw Kirsch. We've seen Everhart doing a really good job. We just haven't seen Schmitz yet. 1-1 one, one pitch to the play, down low. Nice backhanded stop by Ivers. 2-1. and one. Nice little matchup of the two MVPs. Cam McCool was named MVP. Schmitz was named MVP. Two R- outs in the bottom of the fifth. Riccardi is on deck. If Schmitz can keep this thing alive. And the pitch, strike. Getting at the knees on the inside part of the plate. That crowd didn't agree with that, but that was a great placement pitch on the inside corner right at the knees. McCool... 2-2 count. We're in the fifth. 5-2 mount. The pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined down the right field side, but goes well foul and down the way into the right field corner. Maddie Kennedy will give chase. We talked about this in the beginning of the game, just how much foul territory there is in between the line and the fences. Yeah, you have a high outside fence, a lot of home behind home plate, you got a lot of territory. Crowd's getting into it. 2-2 two, two count, two outs. Lines are up three. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> and the pitch to the plate. Swung on and top foul. Fincham goes over. Yeah. The Coach's box and backhands it in the air for the third out of the inning. That's two plays in that inning for Fincham defensively. Nice job, number nine at third, the sophomore. Cam McCool is retired seven in a row. We head to the sixth. It's still the Mount five and... The Knights, too, on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph. University. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Well, the Mount has gone seven up, seven down, and Everhart has retired the first six that she has faced so far in this ball game, and it will be the bottom part of the batting order for the Lions. Casey Fincham, B. Ivers, and Emily McDonald. Fincham has reached on a fielder's choice and doubled her last time up. Drove home a couple of runs. That pitch taken low for a ball. She doubled the deep center field and tried to stretch it into a triple and got caught at third, but still drove home two runs. And that pitch is outside. 2-0. Fincham made two really nice plays defensively. The high chopper at third, and then the foul territory catch the end of the inning. 2-0 pitch to the plate. Swung on. Fly ball. Right field coming in as Martz. And can't catch up with it. It'll bounce behind her. But Fincham didn't see it immediately and will just stay right at first base. Fincham is having an outstanding game. She's making the plays defensively. She's 2-2. Two two. She's got a couple RBIs. Now she's at first. The leadoff runner's on for the Lions in the top of the six. Now you've got B. Ivers up to the plate, who has been hit by a pitch, grounded to second. You would think the bunt would be in a play here with Fincham at first base. Ivers squares the bunt and offers at it, but foul tipped it in and out of the catcher's glove. 
0-1 the count. Yeah, Lions just looking to play a little small ball here, looking, trying to get Fincham to second. McDonald's on deck, and Lang is in the hole. The Lions are lo- just looking to add a runner. Home plate umpire is going to exchange the balls. He's going to need some new ones. Also giving the catcher an opportunity to... He's out here having a good time. Yeah. He's smiling. He's talking to the players. He's enjoying the moment just as much as these kids are. That one's foul tipped right off. It looked like her index finger, so he's giving her time to shake that off. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled back. Find the plate. The wind gusted up right at that moment. And got into everybody's eyes, including my own. <laughs> Ivers very frustrated with herself, unable to lay the bunt down. It's 0-2 count. Fincham is at first after the single to right field. McDonald is on deck. Nobody down Fincham at first. The pitch outside. Change up. Stayed off the corner. One and two. Ivers was named first team all tournament. Very well deserved behind the plate. Has had a nice last month, month and a half for the Lions, the junior. One and two the count. Pitch, she was swinging all the way, bounced in front of the plate. Nice stop by Hayes, holding Fincham at first base in the count two and two. Hayes is hanging tough behind the plate. She blocks it up. Home plate umpire motions for Ivers to get in the box. They're trying to get this game over quick. Well, there are no lights here, but still we got plenty of daylight left. And that pitch swung on line into left center field. It's going to go all the way to the wall. That's going to round Fincham at third base. They're going to send her home. Here's the throw to the plate. Fincham into the plate. Goes in standing. It's 6-2. to two. Lions on the RBI double by B. Ivers. If you can't lay the bunt down, just go ahead and swing away. Elizabeth Ivers, you call her Miss Clutch. I say heck of an at-bat. Unable to put the bunt down. She barrels the ball up out to left center field. Fincham scores for first. 6-2 to two Lions. Ivers with a stand-up double. Big time at bat by number 18. Six to two Lions now here in the sixth. And now we'll have a pinch runner at second base. And that, I believe, is going to be Karate Leslie. Leslie. Senior. That's eight hits on the night for the Lions. Six runs. Doing a fantastic job against one of the best pitching staffs in this region. So Leslie will come in and pinch run for Ivers. At second base. Still nobody down in the inning, and Emily McDonald, you would think the bunt is on here. Yeah, Lang, the leadoff, is on deck. You've got Stevenson in the hole, Cornelius. Can McDonald get the sack bunt down? Squares puts it down in front of the plate. It's a fair ball. Throw to first base in time to get McDonald. But advancing to third is Leslie, and there is one down and a runner in scoring position at third and Leslie. Way to do a job. Emily McDonald gets the sacrifice bunt down. It was a fantastic bunt out front of home plate. Karate moves up to third, 60 feet away for one out. The Lions are third in the country in sacrifice bunts. Lang will be the hitter now. She bunts it out in front of the plate. Lang picks it up. Nobody's coming home. She'll beat it out at first and holding at second base. Now Lang's going to head to second base because nobody was covering the bag and she's in safely. Heads up play. Allie Lang puts a bunt down. The fielder filled it, thought that Karate was coming home, flipped it to the catcher. Lang went from first to second. Two runners on for the Lions after a bunt from Lang. One out and it brings up Stevenson. So Leslie at third. Lang at second, and it brings Stevenson up to the plate. Lions here in the sixth lead at six to two. Big opportunity for the Lions with a base hit to expand this lead. And that pitch down low for a ball. Chris, how many times do you think the Lions have tried to sacrifice in this game? 
a lot. It's the same thing as last week. And we were trying to give away outs, and it's just they're giving us base runners. And how many have they succeeded at? A One. <laughs> One. That was the first sacrifice bunt they'd been successful at. That pitch swung on and missed. We're trying to give the Knights outs, but they're just forcing them to make plays. They've got two errors in the inning, making that defense work, and that's the name of the game. Yep. One and one the count to Stevenson. That pitch called strike. Changed speeds on her. Caught the corner. Beth Goderwiss is like not happy with that strike call. Two strike pitch to the plate outside. Stevenson's a good two strike hitter though. Two on for the Lions. Up 6-2. Top of the sixth. First game of the NCAA Regional. Cornelius is on deck. That pitch. Called strike three. Got Stevenson to looking. Nice pitch by Everhart on the outside corner. Gets Stevenson looking, and that's a big timeout. That's the second out of the inning for the Knights. Second strikeout today performed by Genesio Pitching. Two down. It brings up Cornelius and takes that upstairs for a ball. 1-0. And the freshman Cornelius deliver a timely base hit. You've got speed in karate in Lang. Second and third lines. Pitch to the plate, swung on a miss. She was way out ahead of that changeup, and the count now is one and one. Gabbard is on deck, into the wind. The pitch swung on, fly ball, left field. Coming in is the left fielder, Schwartz, and she grabs it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up a big run here in the inning on a couple of base hits, a sacrifice, and as we head to the bottom of the sixth, it is still the Mount Six and Genesio Two on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with picnic parties for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Well, Riccardi is going to lead it off here in the inning, Chris, and then it comes up to Minton and Fazio, the four, five, and six hitters. Yeah, big inning here for McCool. She's got another insurance run from the offense in the top of the six. Nice job by the offense to produce a run for six to two lead for the senior number eleven. Lions lead it six to two. McCool has retired seven in a row. Swung on, fly ball, left field coming in Alley Lang on the run, has it in short left field for the first out. Riccardi goes after the first pitch, flies out to left field to Lang, one out in the inning, bottom of the sixth. Audrey Minton comes to the plate now, grounded to short, reached on an air, then stole a base and was stranded at second. Minton, second baseman, right-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate swung on a line foul down the left field line. Cam has only given up one earned run. I know there's two on the scoreboard, but they scored off an air back in the third inning. Cam's done an outstanding job today so far. Only four hits for the Knights. Two runs. 
Cam's got three strikeouts. Minton way up in front of the batter's box, and she is definitely out of the box when she hits the ball with her left foot. And the pitch high. Boy, Cam tried to put a little more mustard on that one, and it got away from her. Minton's the junior from New York. One and one to count. Minton foul tips it back to the backstop, and the count now goes to one and two. Minton hitting 320 coming into tonight's game with 33 hits, seven doubles, three home runs. Minton, right-handed batter. Into the wind and the pitch, high and outside. And the count, two and two. Cam up over 90 pitches so far. Fazio is on deck, one down here in the inning. Lions leading it by four. Infield playing it straight away, so is the outfield. Pitch swung on, fly ball. Left field lane going over near the line. Has it in foul territory for the second out of the inning. So two outs and both made by Allie Lang. Both fly outs to left field. McCool's got two outs in the inning. Six to two lead, Lions, bottom of the six. And it brings up Fazio, who has doubled and popped out to short her last time up. She is one for two. Genicio, the number one seed in this tournament, the mount the fourth. Swung on and fouls back and out of play over the PA announcer's booth. Fazio has had really nice at-bats with McCool. She had a double-digit pitch count on their last at-bat. Wound up flying out to Cornelius, but she has battled with McCool all afternoon at the plate. Number 11, 5 feet 9 inches tall, 0-1 the count. And the pitch, low and outside. One and one. Babson and Genicio were looking to meet up tomorrow in the semifinals. They had met earlier this year with Babson winning it two to one. Yeah, when you talk to some of these teams and the players, one one pitch, high and in tight, backing Fazio away from the plate. Nobody thought or even really gave the mount any respect, not just respect, I guess, but just not even a second thought about it. It would be Mount in the winner's bracket tomorrow. Two down. Two and one the count. And the pitch called strike two and two. Just like last year. Lions immediately dropped the first game to DePaul. They go into the loser's bracket, and everybody thought at that time around Milliken that, all right, Lions, nice run. Time for you to go home. And they did the following day. That pitch, check swing outside three and two. Yeah, the Lions went on to win three straight, forced an and if necessary game with DePaul in a regional championship and lost. DePaul wound up finishing in the final four. Three and two. And the pitch to Fazio, outside ball four. That'll be the first walk of the night for McCool. Fazio has battled her all night long and she draws the walk with two outs. And that's going to bring to the plate Anna Johnston. Johnston was up the first time, struck out. Left-handed batter, she stayed in the ball game. And the pitch swung on and missed. Johnston hitting 188. She's only got seven hits on the year. Beth Goddard was screaming at the outfield. 
being ready to hit it up the left center field gap is what she was telling him to look out for. Owen won the count. Bit straight two over the outside part of the plate at the knees. Oh and two here in the sixth. Six to two mount. Two down here in the inning. Cam always spins that ball against her right hip. That pitch outside, one and two. Nice job by Ivers watching Fazio at first. She gets a big lead off the bag. Cam looks into the sign, grabs the dirt as she always does behind the rubber. One and two the count to the left-hander, Johnston. Two down in the inning, runner at first. That pitch just inside. Wow! Where in the world in New York was that one? Just an inside pitch that the umpire did not agree with. Wow. Count evens two and two. McCool into the wind. The pitch. Swung on, pop foul. Giving Chase to Fincham on the third base side, but it will go out of play. Count goes now to two and two. Johnston making McCool work. Sit two outs in the inning. Runner at first for the Knights. Cam against the lefty. Two out pitch to the plate. Swung on foul tip. Fouled it right back to the backstop. Cam up near 100 pitches, but she has battled all afternoon. The senior has given us everything she's got for the Lions. You know, the difference in this tournament, Chris, is you don't have to play two games in one day until you get to the final day. And that's only if you're coming through the loser bracket. Into the wind. And the pitch down low and outside. Suddenly this strike zone, which was extremely gifting to both sides, now has shrunk. If you're Cam right here, full count. Johnson only hitting 188. Trust your defense right here. Three and two. Two down. The pitch swung on. Fouled back over our heads. I'm out of play. Count stays at three and two. McCool trying to get through the sixth inning. And the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Left center. Right center field. That's going to go all the way to the wall. McDonald chases it down. They're going to send the runner home for third. Go to third base. But holding it second is Johnson. And it's six three. Nice job by Johnson to compete at that at bat. She barrels one up into the left right center field gap. Genicio scores. It's six to three now. Bottom of the six, and the crowd is back into it, Dave. And what that means is you're going to have to face Vanderwalker again in this ball game. And when it's that inside corner pitch that the umpire did not give Cam for the strikeout, it yep. turns into be a run and a double for Johnston. Yep, that was the third strike. Would have ended the inning, and we'd have gone into the next inning up 6-2. to two. Now, because of that call, it is to 6-3. But if you're Cam, nothing hurt there. You got two outs. You're still up three runs. You just got to get the batter, Hayes. And now the home plate umpire is going to delay the game once again to go down the bag and get a couple more balls. That's going to bring up the catcher, Catherine Hayes. Hayes? Is 0 for 2 in the ball game. Grounded to the mound, grounded to the third. Runner at second base is Johnston. It is 6 to 3. Mount 
here in the sixth. And the pitch. Called strike. Hayes coming in, hitting 234. She's got 15 hits, 7 doubles, 1 triple, and 10 RBIs. Johnston peering in at second base. McCool, 0-1. Pitch to Hayes. Low and outside. 1-1 one one now the count. On deck is March, the number 9 hitter. And then Vanderwalker. This is a big out here for the Lions. Swung on and missed. Way ahead on that changeup with Hayes. Two strikes. One ball. Couldn't agree more, Dave. If you're Cam McCool, you want to get Hayes here and lead off with the nine-hole hitter in the seventh. Six to two, the score. And the pitch. It hit her. Or foul tip. Nope, they're going to say it hit her. Now, if she... Moved her foot in front of the pitch two batters ago, or two innings ago. She check swinged herself into that hit batsman. Coach Goddard is going to call time and go talk to her senior pitcher. It's a hit by pitch to Hayes, and the Knights have two on, first and second, two outs, down six to three in the bottom of the sixth. Cam just needs to settle down and get through this inning, Chris. Just looking for the outs. Now that brings up the nine-hole hitter, but that means potentially one, two, three in the seventh if not more here in this inning. Yeah, that that's exactly what happens. Came is up near 112 pitches. She's going to have to dig deep right here to get this last out of the sixth. Hopefully her offense can help her out and tack on a couple of runs in the seventh. So Martz, the number nine hitter, comes up. She is popped to second, popped to short. Left-handed batter. The right fielder came in hitting 397. Runners at first... And second. Johnston at second. Hayes at first. And here's the pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined over the head of Fisher. Down the left field side. Lang is going to get it back in in a hurry, and the bases are loaded. And the Knights have something going. After a double, a hit by pitch, and now a single out to left field for March. The bases are loaded. Two outs in the inning, and the leadoff hitter, and the dangerous hitter is coming to the plate. I know this sounds crazy, Chris, but I'd almost walk her. I've seen it done before. She is two for three. This is a huge moment in this game. Yep. Bases are loaded, two down in the inning. It is six to four, six to three is the score. And that pitch fouled straight back. Good job, McCool gets ahead. 0-1 in the count. Crowd is up on their feet. Bases are loaded for the Knights. They're down three. This kid is their stud. She is two for three in this game. Doubled and singled, two runs scored. Last time up, she struck out. McCool, the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and hit down the left field side. Turn it off. That's going to score at least two. Coming home is the throw cut off by McCool. have made this a ball game. That's a bloop down the left field line. They've scored two. This place is rocking. They've got runners at second and third, and now the Lions' lead is cut to six to five. All of this done on two outs. And a missed call by the home plate umpire has created this entire thing. Absolutely. Martz is now at third. Vanderwalker at second. It's a six to five ball game. And the go-ahead runs... At second base, the tying run is at third, and Schwartz is up to the plate 0 for 3. Schwartz down low. And if 
here's Cam. You've got to dig deep. You've still got two outs, and you've got to run lead. Looking for the third out to get out of this jam. All this has happened with two down. One and oh the count to short. The pitch swung on. Fly ball, left field, goes out of play, foul. The Knights have scored three here in the bottom of the six to make it a six to five game. The Lions, Knights are now up to seven hits on the game. One and one the count. We're in the bottom of the sixth. McCool with runners at second and third. The pitch, high. Two and one. Nobody warming in the bullpen for the Lions. McCool, the 2-1. Swung on it, grounded to short. Cornelius on a bounce, throws the first in time, and that'll end the inning. That's a big time out, David. We head to the seventh. The Lions still lead it 6-5. They pick up three runs in the inning on three base hits, two doubles, a hit batsman and a blown umpire's call. And as we head to the seventh, it is now the Mount Six and Genesio Five on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students. Like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, Genesio is right back in this thing, folks. If you've not been entertained tonight, Dave, I don't know what you're missing. We've had a packed house. It's 6-5. to five. We're going to the 7th. Both teams have... Scored a ton of runs. They've had a lot of hits. And we've seen a lot of good softball on the defensive end as well. Lions lead it 6-5. to five, And Rachel Gabbard leads it off. And she hits one to short. Grabbed by Vanderwalker. Throw to first. In time for the first out. Everhart gets Gabbard to ground out to the shortstop for a one-pitch, one-out in the seventh. Everhart has done an outstanding job against the Lions. Casey Bramble. 0 for 3 in the ball game with a run scored. Reached on a fielder's choice. Into the wind and the pitch down low and inside. I think if you're the Lions right here, take a couple extra seconds. Take your time. Got to give Cam McCool a little bit of a rest. She had a big inning there in the sixth. And you got to try to get the momentum back a little bit. Bramble stepped out of the box. She had some dust in her eyes. Now steps in. Pitch swung on and fouled off her foot behind home plate. And the count now is 1-1. One and one. Casey upset with herself. Thought she had that one timed up and fouled it straight right off her foot. 1-1 pitch to the plate is outside. Crowd didn't like that call, but nice eye by Bramble on the outside corner. 2-1. Ever hard the line. One out pitch. Outside, 3-1. Your Bramble here. Take your time. 3-1 count. Kennedy is on deck. Only one out in the inning. Lions want base runners. 3-1 and one to count to Bramble. That pitch outside. Ball four. Nice A-B by number six. Casey Bramble draws the walk. The Lions have the runner that they wanted in the seventh. Boy, how big is that run at first base? That is big time if we can get that run. 
to extend the lead. It's 6-5, to five, Lions in the seventh. First game went eight innings. Babson ended up winning a 3-2. That's why we got this one started late. Now Maddie Kennedy steps in. That pitch outside for a ball. Strike zone getting a little tight for both teams, and the crowd does not, again, like that home plate umpire. is going to brush off home plate, going to take his time. Kennedy's going to take her time. Fincham on deck. Kennedy. That pitch down low. 2-0. Nice job by Kennedy. Looking for a quality at bat right here for the Lions. Trying to gain back the momentum that the Knights put together in the bottom of the six after three runs. Maddie, right-handed batter, the 2-0, swung on and grounded wide of third, but picked up by the shortstop, throw across, is going to be in time to get Maddie Kennedy. That is a fantastic play by Maddie. Kennedy is down. Kennedy is down the right field line, and she is grabbing either her calf or her heel. But Kennedy is down the right field side as she stretched out trying to run that one through. The trainer is out looking at it, and she is down on one knee and is grabbing either her calf, Chris, or her heel behind, and now she is up. She was thrown out at first base, and taking second on the play with two down will be Bramble. Kennedy's going to walk that off. Hope she's all right. Now, yep, she appears to be okay. And that's going to bring up Casey Fincham. Lions need a little two-out bingo here, and Casey is two for three. Just a little base hit here for Fincham. See if we can get Bramble in. Fincham delivered. Back in the third with the double that scored two. In the sophomore do it again. Bramble at second. Swung on and grounded in. Grabbed by Xander Walker on a great throw. And then thrown away. Here comes Bramble to the plate. She'll score. It's now 7-5 mount. That is a big time play. Fincham hits a hard hit ball. That was a fantastic play by the shortstop. Laid out for it. She got up and tried to get Fincham at first. Overthrew the first baseman. Bramble goes third to home. The Lions get that big run. Now eight, seven to five Lions. Fincham at first. You called it, Dave. That is a big, huge run. Huge run. So Fincham is at first base. Two outs. Lions lead at seven to five and that pitch in the dirt but swung on and missed. Casey Fincham has had an outstanding day for the Lions today both defensively and offensively and she is quiet at this crowd in New York. Pretty sure they called that an error but that is one of those where it's a tough error because Vanderwalker made a great play fielding the ball. That pitch is called strike. But it's a 7-5 to five mount lead. That's a big response, though. The Knights got three in the bottom of the six, and the Lions come away with one in the seventh. Fincham still at first with Ivers at the plate. And the pitch is upstairs. And the count goes one and two. Emily McDonald is on deck if Ivers can come up clutch again. B has been hit by a pitch, doubled home a run, and grounded to second. That pitch lined into center field for a base hit. And going into second sliding is Fincham to make sure that she's safe there. Now runners at first and second to still two down, and it brings up Emily McDonald. Ivers singles up to center, and now her and Fincham have combined for four hits on the afternoon. Two runners on. We're going to have time called for a mound visit or maybe even a pitching change. And, yeah, we are going to have a pitching change, and we're going to get a chance to see... Number 18, 
Rebecca Schwartz. So we are going to see all... No, that's number 13, not 18. That's 13, Maddie Klein. Maddie Klein. Klein is going to be the new pitcher senior, so we're not going to get to see Schwartz. So we've seen three pitchers so far, Dave. That's fantastic for the Lions offense. Yeah. They came out and started with Kirsch, went to Eberhard. Eberhard ran out of gas, retired the first seven in a row. And now it is Maddie Klein, the senior, who comes in with a record of 2-0 and on the year. This will be her seventh appearance at 14 and a third innings. She has given up 12 hits, three runs, all of them earned, struck out seven, walked two, and has an ERA of 1.47. And Coach Morris is going over the scouting report. She just came out and talked to McDonald and Lang. The Lions have Fincham and Ivers on the base pass, up 7-5 to five after Bramble scores on the overthrow from the shortstop in the 7th. And the Lions come up with a couple more base hits to tack on a few more runs. And that'll do it for the warm-up pitches. And now Emily McDonald will come to the plate. Emily has sacrificed, fly to right, grounded to second. 0 for 2 at the ball game. And boy... The Lions and Emily could sure use a base hit right now. Yeah, just a little poke somewhere out in the outfield. This outfield is big, Dave. We've seen it. Balls hit to the fence. Pitch to McDonald. Swung on it. Popped foul and out of play. Right behind home plate. 0-1 the count. So far today, two hits for Lang, two hits for Gabbert, two hits for Fincham, two hits for Ivers. None for McDonald yet, but no better than time than right now for seven. The 0-1 pitch hangs upstairs on a changeup, 1-1. One one. Crowd ooing and owing, but that wasn't even close to a strike. 1-1 one one the count. Into the line. That pitch swung on and tapped to short. Coming in the shortstop, Vander Walker couldn't get it, bounced it. And now it'll be bases are loaded and Allie Lang comes to the plate. Nice job. Emily McDonald hits a high chopper to the shortstop. Fincham was moving from second to third. The coach is going to come challenge it. But the base umpire called it safe on a clear play, fair play. Fincham moves up to third. Ivers to second. McDonald to first. And the bases are loaded for the leadoff. And I would not call that one an error because I think even if she came up with it, it was going to be hard to throw out McDonald. Yeah, with McDonald's speed. And that was a high chopper. Now they're going to go talk to the field umpire. See what she was seeing on the call. She was the home plate umpire in the game previous to this one. And everything's going to stand. Bases are loaded for Lang. Two outs in the inning. Lines up 7-5 to five in the top of the seventh. So Allie Lang is up to the plate. She is singled, has a bunt single, walked and bounced back to the mound. And that pitch called strike. What an opportunity for the Lions right here. Allie got it started with a base hit to left and then came around to score the first run of the game. And that pitch, high. Nice high by Lang, 1-1 one, one count. Got her on the chain, tried to get her on a changeup on the outside corner. One and one. Bases are loaded. And the pitch, swung on foul back against the screen. And the count now moves to one and two. Allie Lang with two hits on the day. She can just put the ball in play and force the defense to make the play. We've seen Genicio throw it around a little bit so far today with three airs. One and two the count to Lang. And the pitch popped it foul again and out of play. Tried to get her with the changeup once again. We are in the seventh inning. 
It is seven to five mount, but they've got the bases loaded two down. Lang, two strikes. Off the outside corner. That is a tough pitch to take in this situation, but Lang takes it. <laughs> the umpire giveth and the umpire taketh away. Two and two to Alley. The two out pitch. Swung on and lined down left field side, but foul over the head of Beth Goddard. And the count stays two and two. What do you rate this environment compared to Milliken last year so far? Oh. <laughs> tough. It is. It is tough. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on, down the left field side, and foul again. What I remember most about Milliken last year is Dr. Williams. He had a heck of a time. Yep. He was standing up cheering him, and his wife made the trip. Just an outstanding performance by the fan base from the Lions. We had several comments up in the press box of how generous and how nice we were and how much fun we were to watch. You can't tell me this hasn't been fun tonight. This has been fun. Both teams, two and two, swung on, fouled down the left field side again, giving chase is Genesio's left fielder Schwartz, but she can't catch up with it. And the count stays two and two. Lang has put together a nice A-B, fouling off several pitches. Bases are loaded for the Lions. Two outs in the inning with a two-run lead. Ball back in. And Klein's pitch. Swung on a grounder right back to the mound. Klein picks it up. Flips the first base in time to get Alley. And that'll do it here in the inning. But in the inning, the Lions come up with one run on two base hits and a big error by Genesio, as we head to the bottom half of the inning, it's now the Lions 7 and the Knights 5 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, Chris, you thought this crowd was loud and wild. Just let Genesio get a runner on here in the bottom of this inning. and They are all standing up behind us. Behind home plate, they're all standing up. They're just looking for the Knights' rally here in the seventh. Down two. Three. Big opportunity for the Lions. Missed right there with bases loaded. Three, four, and five hitters coming up for Genesio. Schmidt, Riccardi, and Minton. The first one will be Schmidt. Center fielder. Doubled. Flied to center. And grounded to second. She is one for three. Right-handed batter. Lions three outs away from moving on to the winner's bracket. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Fly ball. Left field. Lang comes in. There's your base runner. But that runner is a window dresser. Yes, Mitch. This is one out over the third base. Finchens head out the left field for the single. Now we're going to have a pinch runner for the Knights. It's going to be... Can't tell who that is. She has Number a, 23. Is that who it is? Can't tell. She has not turned around. I can't see. Yeah. 23. 23. Iris Terrace. Iris Terrace, the junior, comes in. She is... 
stole four bases this year. No, excuse me, five bases and they caught one. So Karras in at first base and Riccardi. And that pitch is outside for a ball. Nine run is at the plate for the Knights. No outs. Got a base runner after the bloop single to left field. Riccardi way up in front of the batter's box. The 1-0 pitch from Cam McCool. Swung on a line foul. <laughs> wide of third. Riccardi coming in today hitting 319. She was named the all-tournament team in the conference tournament. Just been a tough competitor at the plate so far against Cam, but 0 for 3 on the day. Not sure what B. Ivers was saying to her there at the plate, but they both had a chuckle about it with Riccardi. Minton is on deck. Nobody down. Runner at first is Karras. And the 1-1 one, one high. 2-1. and one. Cam looks like she's trying to overthrow it right now. Yeah, got to trust that defense behind her. You're up two runs. Let them work for you. Two and one the count. Pitch to the plate is down low three and one. Cam, you got to throw strikes right here. You don't want to put two runners on and being able to give up the game winner at the plate. Some movement down in the bullpen now for the Lions. Casey's Kemp warming up. Pitch to the plate. High ball four. Cam Walker. And now the Knights have runners on. First and second, no outs. Seven to five ball game in the bottom of the seventh. Time is going to be called by Coach Goddard right here. And you may see. Well, let's see what the plan is. And I think we're going to have another pinch runner for Dave Sylvester and his Venicio Knight. As Riccardi is on at first base and Karras is on at second. And that brings up Minton. Lions still lead it by two, seven to five. No outs in the inning, though. And coming up to the plate will be Minton. And we are going to have a pinch runner. And that's going to be Phoebe Alardo. Alardo is going to come in and pinch run for Riccardi. So Karras is on at second. She's a pinch runner. Alardo is on at first. She's a pinch runner. And it brings up Minton. Minton last time up. Flied. Fouled out to left field. Nobody down in the inning. And the pitch. Swung on the end is short. Grabbed by Cornelius on a line. One out. That was a shot off of Minton's bat. Way to hang tough at the shortstop position, Cornelius. And that's a big first out for the Lions. Boy, oh boy, was that a shot, Dave. Fazio is up now. One down. Runner still at first and second. Fazio has doubled in three at-bats. Walker last time and scored a run. The one-out pitch outside. Fazio has been tough all night long at the plate. The fans are standing. The Knights have two on, down two with one out in the bottom of the seventh. One to know the count. Into the line for McCool. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball. Left field. Lang comes over in foul territory. Has it right on the foul line for the second out of the inning. Huge out to get Fazio to fly out to left field. Alley Lang. Two outs in the inning. The senior McCool is looking for the final out here. And that's going to bring up Johnston. 
Runners still first and second. Johnston came up with a big double her last time up. Key down in the inning. Lions and out away from moving on. And the pitch. Called strike at the belt. Dave Johnston came up with a big time hit, but she's only hitting 188 all season long. This is the matchup you want to see if you're McCool. Oh, and won the count. Into the wind. And the pitch swung on. Bounced to short. Cornelius picks it up. Throws the ball. In time! Ball game! Put an exclamation point on this one. And the Lions win it and move into the championship game tomorrow night of the winner's bracket at noon. Upset right there for the Lions. Taking down the number one seed in the home visit or the home team here at the regional. Genesis. Big time win for the Lions, Dave. Boy, they threatened in the inning. They started out with a single and then walked. we put in two pinch runners, and then the Lions on a line out to short to Cornelius, a fly ball to left to Lang, and then a bouncer to short on a nice play by Cornelius. And the Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 7-5. to five. If you weren't entertained by that game for both teams, that was a hard-fought game by both teams, a lot of excitement, a lot of big-time plays. And at the end of the day, the Lions... Fight, 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 and McCool delivers, and that's a huge win for the Lions as they move into the semifinals tomorrow afternoon Cam, against Babson. Cam did not have her best stuff today, but she continually battled in this one. She had to. This team was hitting the Knights. Had five runs off of eight hits. This team can play. This is a good team. They're ranked 19th in the country for a reason, but the Lions get a big-time win. So the Lions will move into the noon game tomorrow against Babson. We'll be on the air at 1140 tomorrow morning with the pregame show, and the start of that one will be at noon tomorrow. Meanwhile, Stevens is going to be playing the home team, Genesio. That will be around 230 Tomorrow afternoon, uh, game will start probably about 40 minutes after the and finish of the first game. that will game. be the elimination game. Yeah. Uh, the loser of that game will be eliminated from the regionals. So the Lions have put themselves in a great spot. And uh, just an unbelievable game, Dave. We had an electric atmosphere behind us all night long. The Lions started out with three runs in the first. They continued to chip away. They led the entire way. And Genesio gave it everything they could to come back and fight. They got it down to one run. But in that inning in the seventh, we come away with a big run on an air, and that's all Cam McCool needed. Boy, just an electric atmosphere here this afternoon as the Lions record is now 32-9. and They have won four straight, seven of their last nine. And Genesio, well, hey, they scored three or more runs and broke that streak. They are now 29-1 and when scoring three or more runs in a ballgame. Just a quality win against, again, the 19th team in the country, the number one seed in this regional, and um, gutsy performance. That's all you can say about this one for this entire Lions team. going to be interesting to see who Babson throws tomorrow because I think they threw their ace today, and she looked really good. They had to bring her back in. Yeah, O'Reilly came in. She had double-digit strikeouts. She's one of the top ten pitchers in the country in strikeouts you got to think McCool would go again for the Lions. You just have to get her some rest tonight, ice it down, and be ready to go again tomorrow at noon. But uh, today was a fun one. That's going to do it here this afternoon. We'll be back and try to wrap things up here. The NCAA requires a 10-minute cool-down period for the team, so we're going to try to talk to a couple of the players after that 10-minute warm-up period. They're going to take the coach and probably Cam McCool into the interview room. 
Uh, but we'll try to talk to a couple of the players coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. Lions win it here this afternoon, 7-5. to five. We'll be back with more after this. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's where you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Lions win it here this afternoon. Here's your final line score today for the Lions. Seven runs on 11 hits and two errors. And for Genesio, they had five runs on eight hits and three errors. Your winning pitcher here this afternoon, Cam McCool. Cam picking up her 18th win of the season. And you've been saying all along, just a couple more wins and... She can pass Sarah Miller for the most wins in a regular season. She just needs one more. They are currently tied at 18. Sarah had 18 last year. Cam now moves with 18 wins this year. One more win for the senior, and she will break another record at the Mount for the most wins in a regular season. And the losing pitcher this afternoon, Lauren Kirsch, her first loss of the year. 15-1. and one. Dave, I believe... Okay, they plugged us back in. I was going to say I thought we had, were unplugged for a split second, but it looks like we got plugged back in right away. I, to me, Dave, I have to credit the offense for the Lions to jump out early, to get those three runs early. We saw three pitchers on a pitching staff that had three pitchers in the top 50 in the country. Yeah. So, I mean, hats off to this Lions offense. We knew they were going to throw strikes. They didn't walk a ton of people. So it was really about being aggressive, coming up with timely hits, and then just forcing their defense to make plays. They wind up having three airs on the day. and The Lions ended up, we're going to take a timeout, and we'll be right back. Indeed presents Job Searching with Scherzer. Let's do this. Before you get in the game, make sure your stats are up to date. Then, it's all about focus. Max focus. Well, your final score again here this afternoon, 7-5. to five, And the Lions, as you were saying, Chris, before we took that brief time out, 
They scored three runs in the first inning, and Allie Lang started it out with a base hit to left field, then a bunt single by Kelsey Stevenson, another bunt single by Cornelius, and then a base hit to right center field by Rachel Gabbard scored two runs. Casey Bramble went down in a strikeout. Maddie Kennedy was hit by a pitch, but the Lions... On the fielder's choice to Casey Fincham brought home Cornelius, and they led it three to nothing in the top half of the first inning. They gave up a run in the bottom half and led it three to one, and it stayed that way until the third inning when the Lions got a couple of more runs in the third inning. A base hit by Rachel Gabbard. She was run for by Alyssa Whitmer. Whitmer reached second on an error. Casey Bramble reached on a fielder's choice, and then Casey Fincham came up to the plate and hit a blast out to left center field for a double to drive home two runs, and the Lions led it then 5-1. to one. But then, here came Genesio. They scored a run in the bottom of the inning to make it 5-2. to two. It stayed that way until we got into the sixth inning of play. The Lions scored a run on three hits on a base hit by Casey Fincham to lead off the inning, and then B. Ivers doubled her home up the gap in left center field. Lions led it 6-2, to two. but then Genesio scored three in the bottom bottom of the sixth to make it six to five but then came that big seventh inning Chris when the Lions put something together they had two one out Casey Bramble walked then Kennedy grounded out to short Casey Fincham reached on an air and B Ivers sent her home sent Bramble home for that big seventh run and that was the turning point and the Lions went at seven to five yeah just the way that they handled the adversity obviously Genesio made a run right there in the sixth to cut it to one and for us to come back in the seventh and get another run was big time for this offense and big time for Cam McCool because when you go out in the seventh with a two-run lead obviously Genesio had two on right there and they brought the uh, winning run to the plate so the senior battled through some adversity and did a really nice job and had a really good performance after throwing up over 120 pitches so the Lions win it they are now on the season as we told you 31 32 and 9 Genesio moves to 34 and 5 and this is their fourth straight NCAA regional Chris and they are now 9 and 9 in those four years of the regional, but the thing that I find real interesting about this this game here this afternoon is the fact that the Lions broke that streak. Twenty nine and zero, Genesio was when they scored three or more runs, and the Lions put it to them here this afternoon, seven to five. Yeah, and that goes all to the credit to the pitching staff for Genesio. I mean, again, they had an outstanding pitching staff, two or three good pitchers, but the Lions were able to hit eleven hits for seven runs and. Uh, We've talked about this high-powered offense all year long, and they came up in a big-time way here in the first game of the NCAA Regionals. But you can't be satisfied. You have to enjoy it for a few hours, get back to work, and you're in the semifinals in a big spot tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow it's Babson at noon. We'll be on the air at 11.40, and the loser will play Saturday at 2.30. That's tomorrow afternoon. Probably closer to 3 would be my guess. And uh, we will not bring you that one. We'll just bring you the mount game Saturday. And then... It becomes a guessing game as to when we play because we are expecting some bad weather coming in on Sunday. Yeah, it just depends on what the forecast will be Saturday and Sunday. But Lions did what they needed to do today. They stayed in the winner's bracket just as they did last weekend. And, uh, you know, you just have to kind of see. Hopefully we'll get tomorrow's in and then just kind of take it one day at a time. This was a fun one. We'll be back with more right after this. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. 
Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati is your official provider of investigative surveillance and process servicing, uniformed, armed, and unarmed security services, executive protection, and bodyguard services. Official Investigation and Security Services is not only licensed in the tri-state area, but also Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, West Virginia, and Texas. Not only private investigation services, but also mobile notary public services and more. Call Official Investigation and Security Services in Cincinnati, 844-263-3424. Well, unfortunately, they have to wait 10 minutes. It's a 10-minute cooling down period, and they just started the 10-minute clock. So, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to bring you any interviews here this afternoon. We'll try to get some tonight and play them on the pregame show tomorrow. But the Lions winner here this afternoon, 7-5. and five. Chris, any final thoughts? Just a gritty win in a big-time atmosphere to knock off the one seed. And an atmosphere like that on a Friday night is big time for a young team. And that's a gritty win for the Lions. Can we talk to you, or is it, or are you still in the 10-minute? Okay, go ahead. All right, let's bring – Dee Dee Morris is going to join us since Beth has got to go to the um, interview room for the interview. Dee Dee, how much did that first inning play into this game and the way that you guys were so aggressive at the plate? Oh, I mean, 100%. We came out on top, swinging, bunting, um, and that just creates the momentum. And, um, I mean, we did a great job of just taking that early on for sure. I mean, Allie Lang comes up with the base hit, and then you get the two bunt singles right after that with Stevenson and Cornelius. And that really set the tone, and I think it put Genesio back on their heels. They didn't know what to do after that. Right. I mean, I know that, you know, they knew that we were going to bunt coming into this, but the placement of the bunts and what we've been working on in practice, I mean, it came up huge. Um, however, you do have to give credit to them because they came out swinging just as hard for sure. Vander Walker is just one heck of a player, isn't Good she? Good Lord. I didn't have her scouted right. <laughs> she, she's a heck of a player. I made the comment that when she came up with the bases loaded, any thought about walking her at that point? Just get her off the... We, we didn't talk about it, but, I mean, we were literally threw her the house and... We had about one more pitch to throw at her, and, I mean, she was going to hit anything and everything. How big, is this win? how big is this win for this team? Oh, it's huge. It's a, it's, I can't even tell you how huge it is. I mean, just the, you know, the confidence for these young guys out here. You know, and it's a roller coaster. We talk about it all the time, and, and we had, you know, we had a couple errors, and we had a couple things we could have done better. Um, however, just to get this first one under you, it shows that they can do it, and they can make those plays. How much do you know about Babson? Um, not not a ton right now, but I'll, I'll tell you, I'll know tomorrow. <laughs> I'll have everything I need to know. So, um. Talk about the uh, environment today. It was a Friday night. It's a packed house. They make a run in the sixth. Cam McCool gets another run out of our offense in the seventh and comes back with a two-run lead. But the atmosphere for a young team and to battle the way that they did multiple innings, it's an unbelievable atmosphere. And to knock off the number one seed in the 19th-ranked team in the country, sets a big precedence on this program. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, it was definitely, the crowd was awesome. Um, I will say, you know, our crowd, I'm going to have to yell at them a little bit. we got to get a little bit rowdier <laughs> up in here, um, especially if we're going to have these home team fans. So, um, But the crowd, that's awesome. That's awesome for the players to play in an atmosphere like this. It's its really what a regional is supposed to be about. Dee thanks for joining us here after this one. Congratulations. Thanks. Big win here this afternoon for the Lions, and now, Let's talk with Casey Fincham, who Casey had a blast there. I've got to go back and look at this inning, though. But Casey, yeah, back in the uh, si- the sixth inning of play, came up with a big base hit 
to help bring this along. And then in the third inning, you doubled home a couple of runs. So big game for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're going to have to eat what you had at the at the Hard Rock Cafe more. I know. It was really good. <laughs> Tell Coach we need to go back. Casey, talk about it from a player's standpoint. Obviously, the atmosphere tonight. Talk about that. You're coming in. We jump up 3 nothing. It's a sold-out place. Everybody's standing up. I know you were getting fired up out there after making some big defensive plays. Came up big offensively. You were having a little fun out there, and it showed today. Yeah, sometimes with these big crowds, especially the home team crowds, it can be a little nerve-wracking, but it's a lot of fun. I enjoy all the craziness going on. My adrenaline gets going. It's what I an NCAA think. is supposed to be. It's what For the region sure. That's why you play. You For rate sure. Milliken to this one. It's pretty top. Yes, yes. How much did last year's appearance in the regional help you out this year? Um, it really, last year I feel like it was a bigger stage, not really, just a little bit, but um, it kept me focused a lot this game. showed me how important every little moment truly is in every game. Now, when you went into last year's tournament, I know you wanted to win it, but deep down inside, you know, you're sitting there thinking, okay, we've got a shot at winning this, but okay, if we don't, we, we're here. Is it different this year where you you know you're in this thing, you've had the experience in the past, and now you think you've got the chance to really win it? Yeah, I truly think we can do it this year. I really want it, and I think a lot of us do really want it, and it's a lot different than it was last year. The teams are different. Our team is different. Every, everything is different, and it's great. You're having a lot of fun, aren't you? A lot of fun. <laughs> Casey, outstanding day today. It was fun to watch really? you play and uh, bring the energy again tomorrow on a big-time stage again, and uh, good job tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Casey Fincham. Great game after after tonight. Good job. So, Chris, any final thoughts here this afternoon about this game here today? Well, I had a lot of fun. I know you did, too. And uh, when you get a chance to call a game like this one, uh, it, it puts it all in perspective. It's all for the kids and for them to play in this type of atmosphere. That's why you preach coming to the mount. We're going to put you in those big-time game situations. Tonight, the youngsters delivered. Cam McCool was outstanding. Several players were outstanding. And again, enjoy this one for a little bit. Grab some dinner and then be ready to go and get ready to start focusing on Babson. Absolutely, and we'll do that tomorrow. Thanks, Dave. Have a good night, Chris. We'll talk again tomorrow. We'll be on the air with the pregame show once again at 11.40 tomorrow morning. And the first pitch of Babson and Mount St. Joseph will begin at noon tomorrow. And we'll be right here to bring that to you. So our thanks to a lot of people here who made this broadcast possible. The staff here at Genesio, our thanks to them, to Dr. Williams for granting us permission to broadcast Mount St. Joseph Athletics, to Athletic Director Melanie Wagner, Sports Information Director Blake Watson and his staff, the coaching staff on both teams, Dave Sylvester and, of course, Beth Goderwitz and Dee Dee Morris, our guest here after the game. Producer Greg Mitchell, to our sponsors, who helped us out to bring you these broadcasts, Barbarian Apparel, Wishbone Tavern, Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby Spees, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, The Roar Store, and Official Investigators and Security Services. And again, our thanks to you, mostly, for listening here this afternoon. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell, reminding you once again your final score here tonight in the regional tournament of the NCAA Girls Softball. It was the Mount 7, Genesio 5. We play tomorrow at noon. We'll see you then. Have a good night, everybody.